Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> welcome oh. to the Rogue Squadron podcast. Hi. Welcome back. Hi, if you're watching. <clears throat> Episode 19. It is a Thursday. We are approaching quickly to our one-year anniversary. You better get me something nice. <laughs> get you jewels and gems. <laughs> no, all I want is Battlefield Premium. That's all I want. Actually. Keep your fucking gems. That's the only thing I've ever wanted. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, Rogue Squadron Podcast. Here we are. Thanks for all you newcomers if it's your first time. Cheers. We've made it 19 episodes. Without any faults or any bad podcasting ever. We've never said anything stupid. Never anything stupid. We've never embarrassed ourselves. We've never even been too drunk ever. We've never argued. <laughs> We've never <laughs> argued. Always agreed on everything. Forever. Um, but yeah, thanks for... Uh, Thanks for tuning in, especially if you're on Twitch with us right now, watching us live. We appreciate that. You can see our little spread of things. Hopefully it looks okay. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. We're brought to you by a few people. You usually know. You're probably sick of hearing me say this if you've been listening. For I know a while, I am. But hey, and so let's change it up. You talk about it this time. All righty then. We've got our uh, first sponsor. He, uh, It's called New Wave Traders. Um, you're going to find all of your retro, vintage, awesomeness, antique Star Wars toys. Um, he's got retro video games. A lot of good stuff on there. Go check him out. He's uh, newwavetraders.com. He's also on your... Are oh, you going to pull him up? I'll pull him up. So we usually I, go, I actually want to scroll down because we've scrolled down his list before and we've shown all the stuff that he has, but I didn't realize he had some of the old Star Wars toys that were like sets and like big ships and stuff. Yeah. So I want to scroll down to that stuff. He's also on uh, all of your uh, social media stuff under New Wave Trade at New Wave Traders. Right there. Look at that sexy ass X-Wing. That doesn't even look right, though. It looks premature. 1978. Premature birth of the... Xander Wing. <laughs> so if we go all the way down, all the stuff I've never seen. Actually, like you know a what? Darth Vader collectible my, case. One of my uh, <laughs> extended cousins has that, and it's filled with old toys. That's amazing. I need to make sure it's in his will to me, and I'm going to go shoot him. <laughs> Here's some awesome old TIE fighters. Even like the Bespin. Yeah. The twin cloud car from Bespin. That's awesome. I'm sure that's kind of rare. How much do you want for that? 25. Oh, damn. I want to. Snow speeder. Uh, yeah, some old TIE fighter. AT-AT. I wonder how big that thing is. I can't 100, $169. It, I better be able to get into it. Yeah, it better be <laughs> fully operational. My legs better go into his front legs, and I'll just walk, and it'll just walk with me. The Rancor. I love the Rancor. 39. Tauntaun. The best spin platform where he fights. Nice. That's awesome. It's got a lot of good stuff. If you're... Anywhere between 10 and 70 years old, go on there and check him out. <laughs> There's something that you like. Um, he's actually really Chala. decently priced. He's got a lot of stuff, you know, from five to like twenty dollars. You can get yourself a Rancor the, trainer, four dollars. The, <laughs> the Rancor keeper. You all like man boob sweat and all it comes free with it with your purchase. Greedo. I don't like Greedo's uh his shirt there. And his stance, like, I just got shot by Han, bitch. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, uh, we're uh, very glad to be partnered up with our man Mike from New Wave Traders. So go show him some love. Check him out. Order a couple things. Tell him you were sent by us, and he will love us even more. 
Next up on the list, we have our partners in crime. It's robotbutt.com. They uh, are your satire group, um, funny comedy news story, um, article, bunch of bullshit stuff. It's all good, though. Um, (laughs) Price of oil dips beneath price of blood. (laughs) <laughs> that's all you need I, like I said before I dare you to go on there and read something and not laugh it's a lot of hilarious stuff um, they are personal friends of ours so if you don't like them we hate you um, bold claims here at Rogue Squadron Podcast <laughs> um, but do check them out if you go on there I guarantee you're going to like something that's, they, they uh, range from like new movies and stuff all the way to the price of oil dips below the price of blood you know it's just funny that's my personal favorite and they've also got a picture of a robot butt and it's fucking hilarious it's literally square, hence the name like it's a ass <laughs> so go hit them up show them some love good stuff <clears throat> uh lastly we have our usual well these are all usual you've heard them a million times but um our man zach from staccato creative hooked us up with our awesome logos and a little banner at the bottom of our site you can see that and the bottom of our uh, video right now um so Thanks a lot to him. Thanks a bunch. Check him out at Staccato Creative on Twitter and staccato-creative.com on the interwebs. And then Podcast Masters, doing all the editing, mixing, beautiful, glorious mastering and setup and equipment stuff. All the back-end nerdy tech stuff. Uh, You can check them out at podcastmasters.net. If you need help with your own podcast, hit them up. And with that, we conclude these announcements. We're also brought to you by viewers like you. And us. <laughs> and them. Um, shout out to our buddies, Kerner and Matt, who are joining us in the Twitch chat room at this moment. Good stuff. Giving us some leisurely some conversation. Le- leads on conversations <laughs> to, to talk about. So what happened? Nothing crazy this week. And actually, you know, there, there was a, slow a very melancholy week. Um I started doing something myself, but as far as like tech news, movies, I I, I literally have not turned my Xbox on since the craziness that we call episode 18. If you guys weren't with us yeah. before, we had like seven people on episode 18, and at one point we all started arguing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so we had last year was New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's, everyone. 2015. Um, but we had a big video game marathon. There was seven of us, seven TVs, seven Xboxes. It was awesome. Um, so we decided to do a podcast, and since everyone was here, they just joined in. So we had like us. We had a main guest, Pat, um, who's a giant Star Wars fanboy. He knows more than us. I he you knows were say something else. Giant just bastard, a giant bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then a uh, buddy Travis a showed up randomly, guest. returning guest. He's been on a few episodes, and then all the other guys were kind of chiming in here and there. So uh, it was fun. It was good. We contained the level of madness of seven voices pretty well. It was, you know, there was a couple like chaos moments where all like all five of us had something to say about like a Godzilla movie. <laughs> I'm like, I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. Yeah, it just went absolutely insane. So it was fun though. So I, we're taking it back a bit because it's been a while since it's been just me and Codemaster Flex over here. Please help me. Please help gods. Um, so yeah, but going forward, um. Oh, we, we we haven't even touched the beer. Mm. Well, not yet. I'm thirsty. It's too early. Well, you have, I don't know. You have I a primer. Have, I shouldn't have had my... I was getting kind of tired. I should have had some coffee because I'm tired. I opened uh, I opened at work today, so I've been up for quite a while today. 
My uh, I ran out of my good coffee, and all I have is this backup awful coffee, and I didn't like it, so I haven't had, not had coffee all day, which is rare and probably not good. It's rare. I'm gonna die. That is rare. <laughs> so. Um, the new thing that I've come across is so me and Kerner. Kerner was down visiting uh, Sunday night. We got way more hammered than we wanted to or should have been. And the next day, no, it was Saturday. More than night. anyone should was, have ever been. It was Saturday night because I was kind of yeah, hungover Sunday. Yeah, because I saw him before. So Sunday night, I was I just felt like a pile of crap. You know, I was I was hungover at work, just not wanting to be there. I went home, took a nap, and then I went straight to a gym and joined a gym. And then I've been going uh, two a days since then. So it's been pretty fucking nuts, and I've been eating. Tuna sandwich with mustard and a can of green beans. This is my day off. I know I was going to drink. <laughs> I know, I know. I was. I, gonna, I knew I was going to drink beer tonight, and it was just like you know I'm going to get chips and just have a whatever. But this uh, even for lunch today, tuna and a whole can of green beans, and that was my lunch. I totally, uh, I totally get to you. I'm with that man. Uh, we've been trying to not eat like complete assholes, um, especially after New Year's. We went to Roosters. Mm-hmm. And had too many wings while watching the OSU game, which is pretty crazy, actually. I actually Love entertained. I was actually entertaining, entertained by sports for one of the first times. It's good stuff because you know OSU people. I think it's such a national name nowadays. But yeah. living in Columbus, it's an everyday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where are you gonna go? I'm gonna go to campus and drink some beers. It's just like okay. But people are just like, dude, that's Ohio State University. The the motherfucking <laughs> Ohio Steets. <laughs> so that's why every time I, you know, I graduated from there for all you noobers. Um, every time I walk by the shoe, which is their football stadium, if you don't know anything about sports or don't, aren't familiar, but it's, it's literally like a Coliseum. It's yeah. like walking by this giant landmark that every like Saturday insanity right. happens and it's like yeah. very calm before the storm especially like now well yeah when there's no one there it's right, like right. A giant but, it, but it's just like a monolith oh, it's literally I, I can't imagine that the actual coliseum in rome is bigger because this yeah. is one this is one of the biggest i guess our, it's the th- i think it's number three or four this is three in or the country yeah. i know um, even oh including nfl too right because college stadiums are even bigger i think right yeah so in comparison, the Brown Stadium, I think, holds 60 to 70. I know Ohio State's holds like 110,000. Mm-hmm. But that's that's insane to me. Or it's because you have... 104 or something. I think the max... Maybe that was it. So the max they've ever had was like 109, but it's supposed to hold like 105. So they just had more standing people at one point. But for it's the, insane. For those uh, special events. For those uh, integrated... But yeah, normally I'm not a sports guy. I'm just like... I have no interest in it at all. So we got our roosters. That we were stuck there with every. It was all sea of red. There was a million Ohio State fans there. The game was on. That's the only thing that was happening. So, and just uh, to give you an idea, we're about a half hour outside of the city. Not even, and, man. Eh, okay, twenty minutes. No traffic. Fifteen. No traffic. Fifteen. But it's Columbus, so there's always traffic. So thirty. Actually, the <laughs> the Columbus traffic is probably one of the least least bothersome. Like a traffic jam here is like, oh, no, we're going 35 on the highway. I don't know, man. I've been stuck in some shit before. But anyways, we walked into Roosters, million people, Ohio State there. Um, so I got kind of forced into watching it. So I watched it, whatever. But there was some crazy ass plays. Some there, it's hard to describe without being able to see it. But this guy 
jumped, caught a caught a ball in the in the end zone, like behind his back, grabbed it, and like barely landed on the line for like this epic touchdown. And I can't remember the other ones because I forgot them already. That's how much I love. There was it. a it whole was, bunch of entertaining, stuff man. Too. It was fun. And there was some other things that were cool. All right, there, there was some defense and offense played. So yes, there was balls thrown and goals scored. Sweaty guy. Go unit basket. Go squadron. Do good. Go rogue squadron. Do good. All right, guys. Yo, Don Obino. Thanks for joining us once again. Oh, he or she is back. Is it a him? I don't know. Dino, are you a dude or a, a she? <laughs> I can't imagine some girls going on like, I gotta be on Rogue Squad Pod. <laughs> and if, if there are, we, we appreciate that. But sometimes yeah. we get belligerent. So uh, be offended if you want. Yeah. Not, not to offend, but just to be goofy and fucking whatever. <laughs> That's and you know we are belligerent and we are opinionated, but Dino said it's a dude. He said try driving through Atlanta. Yeah, there's some cities out there I that should, is just like right, fucking right, right. nuts. True. DC's a hellhole. I've heard as far as traffic. As far as LA, people. obviously. Yeah. Uh, place old places like Boston, where it's not even like the most populated, but the city was built before cars, so it's just a fuck place. Right. <laughs> Like, Everyone joins up and just like. Goes how do you at get it. on the highway? Well, you got to go in this tunnel under the bay and then up, I do kind of remember up that. the roller coaster and then out. And it's just like, how the fuck through all these one ways? And there's just like seven buses trying to do the same thing. Up a like, parking garage, ramp down, Hot Wheel style. Yep, and then jump through a waterfall. I wish I, I should have saved it. Um, <laughs> he's totally offended. <laughs> that we called him a girl. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Datman is from Atlanta. Dino. Oh, He's okay. from Raleigh, North Carolina. My bad, my oh, bad. Oh, nice. The colors on the chat are similar, so I got mixed up. Oh, I see. Um, there was an epic video after Christmas where this dad built for his kids the most epic Hot Wheels ramp ever. I think I saw that. It went all throughout the house, and they lived in Texas, so there's no snow. So it went out down the sidewalk around like the block and came like back in. It was the like house. a full size where the kids sat in it? Or was it like no, the, just a like little the track? Little, the micro things, like the skinny orange tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the little it plastic was... pieces that you just like slot together. Dude, it went on forever. That's nice. It had to been like a mile of track. I only there. had like it was fucking intense. I always like taped a piece to the wall, and then just like it was just a wall, like a down, like a free fall for my car, <laughs> yeah. and I hoped it just landed on the track so it would go. <laughs> oh man, I did never had enough to make anything crazy like that. One of my favorite toys as a kid, um, there was something called like crisscross crash. Actually, I think that was. That's what it was called, crisscross crash. But it had like a little rubber thing that you know would shoot the cars out, right. and it would do it in a figure eight. But it, they the cars crossed. Oh as, yeah, as yeah. I and it that. would just it would just wreck my shit all day. Because that's what boys want to do is just destroy things. Destroy things. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Oh, I'm have to look right. it up. I'm very confused. That man is in Seabus. in Columbus. That's Columbus, Ohio. We're here. Also, you should come over. Yeah. So, what do you think? Obviously. What do you think about Columbus traffic compared to Atlanta? It's probably nothing, right? What happened? So he's from? No, they're like D- Dino and Dat, man. They both start with D, so I got very confused when I was talking to they're an- announcing that. Everybody's from India. So everyone is from Australia. <laughs> they're all hobbits. And uh, let's see here. Yes, they have gone to the dark side. No, and let's see here. <laughs> they are killing younglings for fun. <laughs> um. But no, good stuff. I was gonna, I meant to save that video, and of course I uh, didn't. So, <clears throat> um, let's give a little shout out and jump into this beer nonsense. So we had a uh, 
someone awesome shout out to us today Mark Condor on Twitter at Max Heat for Life and he showed us to uh, try out some Newcastle and even though I've had it before you've never had it so I probably have had it you know within my lifetime but I don't remember yeah it's one good. of those things that- I feel like I've mentioned it on every episode because every beer I'm like it's well it's kind of like Newcastle but with this on it so what are you doing if it's a thick enough beer, you'll get it like a sediment, but this is uh, not thick enough. No, it's not. A lot of the brown stuff is, but... Huh. That's funny. If Yeah, if you get like a uh, craft beer, if you turn it upside down, you'll see like the spices at the top, and you have to shake it. Oh. Wow, yeah. I never knew this. I knew that with like some wines, red wine, but I didn't know that. Um, I actually got us mugs this time, because I decided I want to drink out of a mug. You don't have to. Do you have a straw? Uh, yeah, actually I do, but you can't have it. Okay, good. So we're rocking some Newcastle. Brown ale from England. I think it's from England, right? Import, yeah, the one and only imported from England. Drink cool. 4.7% by volume. Oh, it smells so good. It smells so good. I love Newcastle. Not going to lie. Let me pour this out. Oh, it's funny that you use glasses this time when the, the glass that it's in is not colored. I know. Like the past like, four well, or five times. Well, I've been times. meaning to, but we never we always forget, and then we're just too lazy to go out in the kitchen and get some. Drink some. cool. Okay, so to give you guys a heads up, the last English beer we had was Pickled Santa, and that was our first zero out of three stars. Yeah, we hated it. So this it un- can only go up. I already know what, <laughs> I already know it's good. So I give it the smell test here. It's, it smells just like your generic brown ale. It smells like your generic amazing ale. I mean, that's I like brown ales. <laughs> All right, stop sniffing. Start drinking. <laughs> that kind of would fit in there. Get out of here. Almost. Goodbye. <laughs> it's a lot smoother than I expected. Yeah. It doesn't have a bite at all. There is. It's almost too smooth. And I always talk about this. There's like this chestnutty aftertaste that is in all ales. Not as strong as that Sam Adams stuff that we had that I didn't like. But it's in there. You know, I already know I like it. Mm, I'm leaning towards a two already. You look scared. It's not a bad tasting beer, but there's just absolutely no bite in any bit of it. It doesn't hit you up front. It doesn't like have like have a bite at the end. It literally is just so smooth. It it kind of tastes like a like a flat pop. There's a decent amount of carbonation, which that's what I was saying. Comp- I feel like it's not compensates for it. I feel like there's not. Oh man, maybe you should pour it. We try it out of the bottle and see if it's different. It's because that's the issue. Like it tastes fine, but the, it doesn't hit you or like drink like a beer. It's sharper out of the mug. That makes no difference. I literally just tried both. I know it's a little sharper. I prefer draft, and this is not a draft, obviously, but I prefer draft in a glass. Over. I don't think it makes a difference because these are both glass. Now, if you're pouring it from a the can, wi- it might be the wide mouth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Maybe know. It's the head. I don't know. Maybe I drink it with a head. Give it some head. Better? That's too much head, I think. It's not bad. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to say don't don't go try it. It's a good beer, but it, it I like the MGDs where it bites you right in the back. Like, after you just take a sip, it's got that, like, it's actually, MGDs very, like, uh, metallic yeah. tasting, and it bites you right at the end of your sip. What was that other beer that we had last time where it hit you straight up front, that fish? That Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah. They like as soon as you you took the sip, it hit you. This I feel like it it never hits. So I feel like it's not it doesn't drink like a beer. It obviously tastes like a beer. Yeah, but it doesn't drink like a beer. 
Uh, welcome, Ethan, to the chat room. Found us from Instagram. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks for stopping by. We're glad. Instagram's been blowing up. We love it. Uh, by the way, if you're listening and you haven't checked out Instagram, hit that up. Rogue Squad Pod. Yeah, everything's Rogue Squad Pod, except for the website. But um, visual people, we love Star Wars. We love action and stuff like that. So we have a bunch of... There's a lot of Star Wars memes, Star just cool Star Wars pictures. You know, if I find a, a good Darth Vader pic, I'm going to throw it up there. I yeah. do try to put up people that like aren't featured a lot. Like I just put up a, a decent uh, Plagueis picture. I saw that. You've yeah. never really seen him like out and doing something. Like I've seen his half face on like the book cover. Well, you've never really seen him, so it's up to fan art to really say yeah. like, what a Munalist looks like when he's a badass Darth Jedi yeah. or Sith. Yeah, I'm trying to, and I'll probably uh, re- recently, probably soon in the future, is uh, expect some like ancient. I'm gonna really look, do some reading, and like yeah. try to find some ancient Jedi to like, like Exar Kun. I've heard that so much, and I know he's like one of the first fallen Jedi. And Kerner's favorite. And Ker- and uh, Pat. Yeah, actually, I, th- I thought Pat put him up there in top three. Yeah. Um, but I don't know too much about him. And uh, the couple pictures that I've seen are very, like, amateur. And he looks really stupid swinging his lightsaber. Yeah. He's just like, hey. And well, there's like, awful <laughs> pictures of Bane, too. With that hate, helmet on. And he's just, like, you know with what? the behind his back. I There's only, like, one decent picture of Bane. And the rest of them. So there's one that he's just, like, fully bald. And he's got, like, the Alice Cooper makeup on. Yeah. And he looks decent. But the rest of them have the, the uh, Orbalisk. And he just looks like a fucking crab swinging, swinging his lightsaber. <laughs> but it like the rest, he's the most one of the most badass, you know, influential Sith. Uh, yes, yeah, Sith. Fuck ever. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's awesome. Actually, that's what I was just looking up in this. Uh, okay, guys, you need to if you're a Star Wars fan at all, and you want to know anything about the expanded universe, you need to either buy that or go find someone that has that and steal it from them. Don't come and steal ours because we, we, it's protected in a safe. <coughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, they, this thing, and this is actually, they, hopefully they have an updated one because this is uh, years, I years actually, old. I lent that to Pat back in college, and I forgot that I even owned it, and he gave it back to me last week for the podcast. It was like, hey, I've had this for like eight years. You want it back? Oh, this is the Jedi vs. Sith one. I'm thinking of the chronology one. Uh, I do have that. So somewhere. there's... This and then so this one's Jedi vs Sith: The Essential Guide to the Force. And then there's a chronology book. It's both a, I of think them it's are out there. Both of them are actually older books. Yeah, eh, I've maybe been like waiting. eight, seven, eight years. Well, maybe. they did a chronology, and then like three years they did a new revised chronology, they and that just, was like ten years ago. So I'm waiting for them to to get a new one. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. If so, if you're obviously any Star Wars fan, but you're interested in expanded universe, just it's literally anything. So. You like Chewbacca. It's going to give you like background and, I, and what happened before the movies, yeah. in between the movies. There's a lot of stuff that happens with Han and Chewbacca that you don't know about in the movies at all. Like, and, well, how, how they meet in the first how place. How did they meet? Right. And what, what, well, hopefully we'll see what happens in episode seven because there's, I don't want to spoiler alert a whole bunch. And you said you, you forgot about it too, but. I did, but as soon as you said it, I was like, oh yeah, duh, how did I forget that? But, um,. Man, that's got to be such an epic. I, I kind of hope it does happen because I feel like that needs to happen. That would happen the, these, probably like end I, of episode it, It's kind of hard to say right now. Yeah. So at that point, we still have Han, Leia, Luke, Chewie, Boba Fett. Like no one has died. Who knows all. if they're even going to include Boba Fett in the movie? I, mm, 
they I mean, you they're know fucking what? better, but who you knows know if what? they will? It would be interesting if they kind of had. Uh, what if he like, like is it known? Like, did he change armor? Like, what if someone just found thought it was another bounty hunter? Like, Han was Boba Fett's dead, but this other guy has been fucking with me. Uh, hmm. I don't know. If by the way, I'm just trying to think of like outside. No, I know. Of the yeah, box we're, we're talking about episode seven, and also. Legacy of the Force series, the book series, is uh, about 30 years after the movies. And Boba Fett is still alive and, well, he's not well, but he's still alive. But I want to, I don't, I want him, yeah, I want him in the movie. I want to see Boba Fett actually doing shit that Boba Fett needs to be doing. Well, that's kind of my Instead issue of is I don't want to see him. standing there and then getting knocked over by fucking Han. Boba Fett. It's a, a little higher. Um, so we'll see. I, who knows what they're going to do? Like we've, I've, uh, I've resigned to just waiting and see what happens. By the way, 344 days. How many Ewoks do I got to kill to make a Wookiee outfit? <laughs> 14. You, actually, you got to skin at least 10. If you're over six foot, it is 11 or 12. <laughs> Depending on how long your legs are. I've done it once or twice. <laughs> that's a funny <laughs> that's amazing um i thought chewbacca died from a freak mooning accident i don't know what that means like he, and, and he doesn't have any pants to pull down to moon anyone the like he ripped his legs off <laughs> trying to moon someone <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah i don't necessarily spoil <laughs> the whole thing but he doesn't rip droids arms off out of the socket he also just rips his own fucking <laughs> dick legs off, off. <laughs> Oh, dear lady. Baby so we'll Jesus. see what happens. Like we've talked about so many times, they basically canceled out all of our expanded universe love. And actually, I noticed, I went on Wikipedia recently, and they have, when you're looking at an article, Newcastle. <laughs> These are cool, cool uh, bottles. I like them. Continue. Um, on Wikipedia, they when you're looking at an article, they have a tab at the top that says canon or legends. Are you kidding me? And you can alternate. Yeah, let me actually pull it up. So just it, it's have okay has that been up forever? No, because and just I just recently noticed it like last week. Yeah, I I hope everyone goes to Legends instead. <laughs> I see. Th- even after the movies, I the movies could be just fucking awesome and perfect, but I'm still gonna be like, well, does this actually happen in the books? Because the books have been around. How are you just gonna be like, nope? Uh, issue. So let's get back to the beer real quick while you bring that up. Yeah. What I, I think you're obviously going to give it a, th- a three. You give it a two. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two. It's, I, I'm gonna it's give it not a two. as good as my nostalgia wanted me to believe that it was. But obviously, it's still delicious. But it's not. It's not on that level. It's good. It's not on that level. I feel like the Englanders. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like the Englanders drink that pretty steadily, the same way we drink. You think? I don't know. I feel like it's, it's kind of like, like, like Fosters. Sounds like the Australians never drink Fosters. It's like they're piss water. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I've heard. And everyone over here is just like, yeah, all Americans drink Budweiser and that's it. Just like, no. Actually, a very small like minority drink Budweiser. Kapuna! Welcome, Kerner. <laughs> Welcome, Kerner, to the podcast. Kerner enters with Kapuna. Kapuna. Day one Wanga. Well, I can't find it now, man, but I, maybe it's only on certain articles. Hmm. 
I wouldn't know what to tell you. So we're going to give the Newcastle Brown Ale a two. Oh yeah, we kind of totally diverted. I forgot to rate it too. But yeah, Newcastle, delicious. If you haven't had it, you need to have it. I would, I'll probably get it pretty pretty steadily. I would, I would actually... Multiple times a year. I, I'm obviously going to give it a two, but I'm leaning more towards the one than rather than the three. Really? There's I'm, the, something, I'm the opposite. There's something about it that, you know, it's just not sharp enough. I like a crisp. This isn't crisp. It's just like flat and smooth. Dude, I love craft, delicious, tasty, crazy beers, but I will say, after a long day or something... A really crisp Miller from on draft is like, or even Pabst, man, is like the most refreshing thing. Yeah. Pabst has that sharp bite too. But um, yeah. Thanks, Kerner. Thanks, Kerner. I just redecorated it all. Yeah. we. You we, didn't even see the best part. We just put up our Britney Spears posters. Woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said our studio looks badass, by the way. Uh, yeah. I got a couple other things to add, but you know. Um, do you see my little mini Millennium Falcon? Falcon. <laughs> I was I kept saying that wrong. The other episode, you guys were yelling at me. Or didn't maybe was it Falcon? It's all right because I said uh, the Mantum <laughs> Fennis or something. And you say Holocran every five seconds. Holocronons. Holocran. Holocran. Holocron. Holocran. There's no A. Crayon. <laughs> Crayon. Holocrayon. Holocrayola. <laughs> Crayola Ron. Oh dear, 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 sweet dear. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so what happened? Uh, a few things happened. Uh, so what? What are, you, what are you playing right now? Anything new this week? Uh, no. I mean, literally since the last last podcast was what? Last Friday? Last last Thursday? Thursday? Mm-hmm. Um, what was I playing? We were all, we were all playing Skyrim. We were all playing Skyrim. What is your your current character is a mage? Uh, yes. I've been fucking badass, by the way. See, I've actually been struggling, and that's probably why I started slowing down because I, well, I shot myself in the foot because like ten levels in, I completely changed my mage from um, basically all offensive. Now I put heavy armor on him, and I still do the um, stone armor, yeah. stone flesh. Yeah, yeah. So I like my armor's like crazy. The rating. And a fucking ice mage will walk up and be like, yeah, pff, dead. Like, how the fuck? Yeah. I have such awesome armor. I don't understand why. It's like one of the passes through the mountains. <clears throat> There's an ice mage. And I just, I literally can't take that passage. I gotta fucking walk around because the dude does one ice storm. Storm. And it, and it kills me. The thing about that spell is it's stronger, but it moves slowly. So you do have time to dodge it. If, if it, you know what I mean? Like, it goes like, yeah. It moves kind of, kind of slow, but I know exactly what you mean, dude. That's why I hated playing anything against the Forsworn. Yeah. Because the, the Forsworn, Forsworn the Briar Hearts are just like Ice Storm, and I'm fucking dead in one hit. I don't get that. There's, it's a strong the, move. But the, the alteration, um, so you can upgrade your altera- alteration, uh, uh, the defense against uh, mage or spells. Yeah. yeah. So it's like 15% doesn't hurt you, and I really need to start doing that because anything else walks up to me as a defensive mage. Dude, I'm full head-to-toe heavy armor plus my spell, right. and then I just conjure stuff around me, and literally I've been using Courage on Lydia, so she just fucking freaks out and starts killing stuff, and then I'll, then I'll heal her, heal her right. as I conjure stuff and put like stuff on the ground. Dude, I got to say, Illusion Spells is the best. Is my probably my favorite school of magic. 
I go back and forth between that and Conjuration. Conjuring. And I, I feel like Illusion is very underrated. Illusion is, is just like fear and flurry and courage. Right. Fear, frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. Or it is, it is fury. The, fury. The base one is fury. Fear, fury. Courage. Courage and calm. Those four. And muffle and invisibility on yourself for when you're like sneaking around and stuff. But literally, dude, I'll sneak up behind, especially in bandit camps when there's like four of them and they're all like sitting around the fire or whatever. I just sneak up. I cast frenzy at them and they just kill each other. And there's one left and then I just take them out. But my conjuration's at 100 now. <clears throat> Fucking craziness. I can, I can cast a permanent flame and frost and storm atronach. So they don't, they die in battle if they get killed. But they have like double XP and stuff, and they won't don't go away over time. So I can conjure them in the middle of nowhere, and they'll just follow me around like a follower forever. And I can still have a follower if I want. So I can have three mofos with me doing all my dirty work, and I stand back and heal and heal them. And cause <clears throat> you can get a uh, perk for illusion where your courage spell works on your atronachs. Oh damn! Do you still it's have to hit them? Fucking intense, yeah. See, yeah, but if you conjure them both like right in front of you. Then cast Courage. Now they have like double XP and just go into battle and just destroy. It's fucking craziness. See, the, that's I wish um, a lot of those spells were not uh, direction spells. Like, I wish you could just cast them and people would be like, yes. It's what we were talking about last week with uh, Pat and Travis. Is like certain like, spells should be like you cast it on that enemy or something. Like if there was a targeting... Uh, function of some type. Yeah, or like courage. I shouldn't have to like look at Lydia and shoot courage at her. I should just at be like, face. I yeah. should just be like courage, and then like, anyone, yeah, let's, anyone. let's riot, let's kill them. I agree with that. I think that's been a staple of Elder Scrolls, though. We'll see what they do on number six, or that might probably going to be a while though, because they've been working on Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, because that's going to be on console too, and not just uh, PC. So that'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Uh, Ant Man trailer? Yeah, I watched that. We can we can talk about that in a bit. Ant Man trailer. Ant Man. That is a uh, someone I don't know anything about. I don't know. I've never. Is Ant Man up there? I think he's on that poster somewhere. It's top left. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who made that? Is it? It's Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. It's Paul. <laughs> it's Paul Rudd. Oh, I like it already. I, I, yeah, I'm already. <laughs> I'm already in. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll take a break and watch that and chat about it in a little bit. Um, on the Skyrim thing though yeah so here's the underrated not underrated but sometimes people forget like alchemy enchanting and smithing I feel like you gotta with every character no matter what you gotta pick one of those to totally go crazy with cause you get your enchanting up to 100 and you can have your suit of armor and you can enchant all those pieces of armor to resist magic and then you cast your stone flesh and then you're like unstoppable or yeah. alchemy, you can create ridiculous, like resist 100% of magic for like 60 seconds. And just remember to take it before you get into a fight and then... Really? Yeah. I've never done Probably alchemy. not 100%, but I mean, still. Just like 80% defense. Yeah. Dude, it's it's, like- it's, it's, it literally, it gets crazy too. And the, the thing that like saved me from getting bored with my character is those legendary... You can make your perk legendary. So like I got my... I was a sneak conjuration mage for a while so i would conjure my bound bow and sneak around and do archery i got my archery up to 100 fuck it make it legendary now i have those eight perks i can put wherever i want 
my archery's back to 15, but instead of archery, now I'm going to do destruction. But you still have all the archery bonuses. No. It cancels them out, and now you have eight free perks that you can put wherever else you want. It's, but if you're going to change, I'm like, I was right. like, all right, archery's done, whatever. I'll take it back to 15, and now I'm going to do destruction for my offense instead of bows. So now I just took those eight perks, put them on the destruction tree, and I'm just hmm. destruction everywhere. That, hmm. That's one thing that helped. But yeah, if you sometimes like if I've you, always wanted to get to the higher, the highest thing I've ever had in the conjuring is the um, ice mage or the ice uh, atronach. You haven't had the Dormora Lord yet. Mm-mm. That's the best one, dude. I know. I've seen you do it. You're just like, hey, I he's will like, feast on your heart. <laughs> I will feast on your heart. <laughs> it's so amazing, dude. You comical, will die. and the zombies are underrated too. Because if you get it up high enough. The bandit chiefs that normally fuck you up, once you kill them, raise them back up, and they'll just... Because yeah. you can get the zombie as permanent also. What? Permanent zombie. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. It costs like 750 magic yeah, but to it, do. But. It's out of battle. <laughs> it's out of, you, you beat the battle, get all the way back up, and just conjure them back up. Now you get them fucking walk with you. Courage that motherfucker, and then now you're gone. Exactly. Yeah, you like nigh unstoppable. It's fucking fucking crazy. Love it. I'm um, one of my favorite ways to play that game is just doing complete sneak. I like doing sneak light armor, but like, dude, like sneaking up to someone while they're staring at you. Yeah, and then just like stab. Well, especially in a Skyrim because the bonus for the daggers is like times fifteen. 15. It's fifteen. Woo. So you just walk up to someone. They could just be staring at you, but you got such high sneak and just be like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I probably played like 15 different characters on Oblivion, and I would say 12 of them were sneak. Yeah. It's I, a cool. It's a. I just, I don't know. It's just always fun. Well, the bonuses are awesome. So even with the, uh, the bow and arrow. So I've been mostly been doing light armor, sneak, and bow and arrow. So I'll hit them a couple times with the arrow. Walk around a corner, wait for them to like, to, for me to be hidden again, and then just run into battle and fuck them up with like a, with a, just like a sword or something. That's actually huge for your sneak increase too. If they're looking for you and then they stop, oh yeah, whew, that'll raise it up like super high. There's actually one um, part in I think it's the Horn of Yurgonomics. Uh, Jurgen <laughs> Windcaller. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a part where you get to like a cliff and you look down and there's a draugr at the bottom and you got to go to the right and circle down towards him. Mm-hmm. And there's a chest right there or something at the top. But you can fall. It's like a little waterfall or something right there. But yeah. there's a little opening. You can see him below you. Right. And as soon as you like walk up to that opening, he sees you, starts walking towards that, that, that tunnel towards you, but he never makes it all the way up. So literally, I just had my character stand at the top of that <laughs> thing for like an hour. I went... I took a nap or something, woke up, and it was just like, boom, 70 sneak. I'm like, dude, I'm like level 10. Right. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. There's I mean, some, there's a, some tricks like that. That's a stupid way to play it. I don't like doing that stuff, but then again, I'll run up to some goddamn mud crabs and let them just eat me alive, well, and yeah. then I'll just heal it. So I'll just my, my armor rating will go up. This is what we were talking about grinding last time. It's like sometimes you got to grind a little bit. Especially when it's not as necessary in Skyrim, it's but on not. some games you do, you have to, you got to grind for like, eh, take an hour or two of grind and then you're done for the rest of the game. You're good to go. 
That's the one thing that always pissed me off about Final Fantasy games. Like if you go straight through the storyline as you're as it progresses you, you're gonna get fucked up forever. You have to take like an whenever you get to like the first open world area, you gotta take like an hour or two and just grind and level up as much as you can. It's fucking crazy. Um so what you're not playing anything? Stop Skyrim? Um I have not turned on my Xbox. You always say that. You've been playing Pokemon on your phone though? I haven't. No? No, I've worked. You gotta get back I've up, worked man. every day since. Since the last podcast. I've worked every day and then Sunday night I started working out, so and I've been doing two a days. Well I did two two a days. But uh I gotta do like the stationary bike stuff on that because my knees are so bad. Uh-huh. I used to be able to do like treadmill. Um but I will rape some fucking stationary bike. It's kind of weird because it's not that hard for me, but I'm just doing cardio stuff. I'm trying to lose some fucking body fat. So I'll do it. Um, what I do is set a time. Honestly, last night I did an hour, which is fucking nuts. But I'll set a time and then a heart on a rate. bike? Yeah. That's the most boring. Th- I can never do that. I just listen to a whole album. That's the most boring event of my life. I pick an album and listen to it. And then they've, they've, you know, at the gym, they've got thousands of TVs. I watch the end of the Cavs game. Still, though. I watch something else, but I had my workout stuff is Godsmack. So it's like heavy enough. (laughs) And he's got a good voice. I love Sully's voice. Yeah, man. Godsmack's good. But uh, it's it's just raw enough and and it's got a good pace. Godsmack's got a really good pace to work out at. But. I love Sully's voice. It's such a Hetfield voice. He's got that raspy rawness, bitch. That sounds like torture to me. Sitting in one like... spot for an hour. Well, that's that's what you got to do. It's negative ten degrees outside, or I would be I on my own goddamn bike outside. I know, I know. It fucking sucks, man. But the issue is, um, my knees. I, it's it's. Oh, sad I'm the now. same way. I can't. So run even no even way. outside on my bike, you know, bike's fine, but I can't run. On the sidewalk, hell no. I can run. I can run one day. See the issue with, <laughs> and I'm like shot for like two weeks. The issue with my knees is the actual running doesn't hurt. It's the impact. Well, yeah. Well, that's how mine are too. But yeah, I guess. But yeah. it's the sudden movements that fuck me up. Yeah. So it's like playing basketball. My the doctor said I should probably never play basketball again. What do I do this week? This fucking summer? Play basketball, play basketball. all the time. Yeah. That's the only sport that I like to play and that I'm decent at that I've always played. I may not look like it, but uh, I'm a bad motherfucker. Um, um been... what did you get for Christmas? What do you mean? What did you get for for Christmas? We never even talked about it. Well, before the exercise thing, I've been doing um yoga, and which is actually. Oh, I know. Fucking amazing. It's difficult, too. It is. Just the resistance like, just the the basic stuff is, like, because I just, like, I just started this week. So the basic stuff is, like, not even anything tough. It's just, like, focus. Like, center yourself, focus. Oh, really? I do Do these, like, stretches and stuff, but we'll we'll get get there. I did one where you're... um, But I feel like I'm meditating like a fucking Jedi sometimes. Yeah, that's the stuff that I don't really get. I think it it more clears your mind. I was doing uh, stuff where... I was in full plank, which is like, like push up position. Yeah, and I you would have to hold it there and then lift up, or your like right knee, circle it around, touch, and your, touch elbow. your elbow, yep. and circle it slowly back, touch the ground and come up through and touch your elbow. Yep, dude, that shit it Hell takes yeah, fucking man. focus. Yeah, so I'm I've been doing that, and then the kettlebell is always a nice go to. See, I'm not trying to build any type of muscle. 
Well, yeah, I'm but- not trying to even even yoga is just uh, it's not really. I mean, there's like certain ways to do uh, fat burning or cardio yoga, but you really need to like get your heart pumping. And while I might be sweating doing yoga, yoga, which is fucking, it's kind of pathetic. <laughs> I feel pathetic mm-hmm. doing sweating mm-hmm. doing yoga yoga because you're not actually moving. You're yeah, stressing but, yourself out. Well, yeah, it's a full body like focus. Right. It's it's awesome. But I I don't like that. I'd rather be doing something. And like you said, even on a bike you feel like you're doing nothing, but I'm not focused on that. Like I said, I'll press play on an album and I won't stop my bike until that album is done. It's hard for me to do that, man. Working out doesn't seem boring. Sitting on a bike for an hour seems like torture, dude. Yeah. I cannot I cannot do that. It's it's uh Which refreshing it- to my mind cuz I'm at work all day doing something thinking how, you know, and then I get on the bike and it's just like I don't have to think right now. That's how I feel about the yoga stuff. Because it's like, take this time to purposely uh, focus. Yeah. And like I said, I feel like sometimes my nerd self feels like a fucking Jedi meditating. Just floating. Trying to predict predict the future like Yoda. Impossible to see the future is. Clouded by the dark (laughs) side it is. Um, So what did I get for Christmas? My main favorite gift is the Lord of the Rings Blu-ray special extended edition. I have wanted that for a little while. The Return of the King, by the way is four hours and 17 minutes long. That's fucking Just to give you an idea. Um, And I've loved that. So there's... there's, And I love that. There's 15 discs. Um, Each movie has two discs, and then there are three extra special features, behind the scenes, whatever. So here's my plan. I'm almost done with Return. I'm going to finish that. I want to go back and watch them all again with the commentary on from like the director, producer, actors, whatever. And then I want to go start through the special features. Because I tell you what, man, me and Travis have been on a huge Lord of the Rings kick. I've been reading The Silmarillion, and I've been watching those movies, and like I don't, everything else doesn't matter right now. Just Lord of the Rings all day. Uh, uh, what else did you get? Chromecast, which is awesome. I have considered getting that, but... 35 bucks, man. I know, but I don't, time, I don't need super it. Super handy. The only reason I would use it because I've got Netflix on my DVD player. I've got Netflix on my Xbox. It's all hooked up to everything. I've got Netflix on my computer. That's all within like five feet of each other. The yeah. only reason I would ever use it is to watch YouTube videos on my phone while I'm in bed and just like project it to my TV. You, though, would really find use out of it, though, because there are a lot more Android apps for Chromecast since it's a Google app yeah. than there are for iPhone. So There's some- stuff you can literally, well, like you were talking about with uh, Steve Dave's smart TV, you can do that on your TV with Chromecast. It'll stream whatever's on your phone right. to your TV. Or like I got it for the stuff that's not on Netflix. So. I can do the same fucking thing with my Xbox though. I can have my YouTube app on my Xbox and watch YouTube videos. What the fuck am I, that's the same no, thing. No, but I'm not do this. anything that's not YouTube though. Like whatever's happening on your phone is happening on the TV. Just like you said. Or the browser or whatever. So basically what I use it for is... Like morning, I'm part of my morning routine is I wake up, I listen to some other podcasts and I'm streaming podcasts to my TV only for basically the audio purposes, but I can also stream YouTube stuff. I can stream Twitch stuff from there, a couple other things. And then if I'm not doing any of that, it just like shows photo albums on, on loop. So I have the TV on uh, for not doing anything and it's just like showing old photos and we go, oh, look at my stupid face up there. And it's just funny. <laughs> So nothing crazy. It's just handy little thing. It's only thirty five bucks. It's worth it for sure. Kerner, I know you know what the fuck Star Wars is. Shut up. 
like how you had to put Star Wars in ex- in parentheses, Kerner, by the way. Kerner says, Star Wars, what is that? I've never seen them. In parentheses, sarcasm. Thanks. Mm, like this, we didn't like we didn't know. This is what I meant. If you're right in here. this chat room and you don't know what Star Wars is, uh goodbye. Uh, That's all. Good stuff. That is all. Um those two things, Assassin's Creed 4, which I haven't even p- turned on yet. Mm-hmm. Some clothes, which is usual, lottery tickets and whatever. Uh, yeah, nothing crazy. Just the standard stuff. Yeah. Oh, this that awesome, that pillow. Good deal. And those record vinyl poster old, frames. Old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> old Ben Kenobi. I love that pillow. It's awesome. Yeah. They're cool caricatures of like all the old characters. Let me show them. Hurry. Why does it have two Boba Fett's on there? It's have two R two D twos also. Wow, there are two Boba Fett's, two R two and two Stormtroopers, and two Luke's. Oh, it's two of everything. No, there's not two of Ben. Huh? Interesting. Here's my awesome pillow, everyone. Yeah. One Yoda. I never noticed that. I thought I saw like there's one Yoda, one Vader, but there's two Stormtroopers, two Luke's. Two R two D twos and two Bobas. One C three PO. That's one uh, fan art picture that I, I like is uh, Darth Vader um, holding C three PO's head like to his like he's like I created this one like before I killed villain motherfuckers and all before that. before I blah, killed blah, blah, blah. children before I murdered yo murdered yeah Mordor. The uh, so my mom was pretty practical because I I told her I was gonna come home one weekend and uh, it started there was a threat of snow and I'm like I can't come home my tires aren't that good and she's like well, I'm buying new tires for Christmas that's my how my mom sounds she's the wicked witch of the north <laughs> wicked witch of the north <laughs> witch um, of the southeast but uh, so she got me tires from for the race car and then um, yours? that's yours I haven't opened one yet. Um, and then the one thing that I've wanted for a couple of years is a Kyrie Irving jersey. It's my favorite basketball player. I like him a lot. Right now the Cavs are fucking blowing major butt ass. That's what I've heard. God, well, LeBron's been out. Kevin Love's been a little bit hurt. Anderson Verschauer stared at him. He's hard, botch, bod. And then, <laughs> dude, it's just falling apart. We made some decent trades this week. We'll see what happens next topic. I love Kyrie Irving, dude. I'm I, I haven't worn uh, my jersey this week because I've just been at work all fucking week. But uh, I'm gonna wear it today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day because I got them ready. If y'all move over to do some flavor, but no. So excited. all the rest of the days, oh, <laughs> all the rest of it. Oh man, good gravy. Any? Uh, have you watched anything lately? I never even said what I was playing. Uh, as much as I talked about Skyrim for the past hour, I actually stopped playing that because every night when my normal gaming time is, I've just been really wanting to watch Lord of the Rings, so I've been doing that. Haven't played anything. I started Dark Souls again for a little bit. I was really tired. I played for like 30 minutes, we and did, I was like, eh, we maybe did play I'm Battlefield go. a little bit last week too, though. Barely though. We got, we got we into it. Good on New Year's Eve. We did really good, and then. I tried the next day for like five seconds. I was like, this is, I'm, I suck. It's really the matches, man. You get in with a full crew that like is good with each other and you're going to get fucking raped. Yeah. Even if it's just you and me. Dude, and you and I are really good. The one match was making me so mad. 
We literally had more, the two of us had more points, more than double the points of anyone on the other team. And we still lost because our team is running around like fucking idiots or standing on a tower trying to snipe no one. <laughs> and fucking no one's capturing objectives. Like we didn't stop moving. We ran from every objective back and forth, capturing as much as possible. And we still lost. Like we always, so what, where was it? It was, it in, was rogue uh, transmission. No, I thought it was Zavad. No, dude, it was rogue. I was so mad that night. Well, no, no, that, yeah, I do remember that one because, you know, there's four objectives, four posts in that one. And we always had two, one where I was at and one where the fuck you were at. Where the fuck's the rest of the team? And as soon as we leave to try to capture something else, those get captured. Yeah. So it's just like an endless loop of nothing. That's kind of... That's fucking torture, man. Paul needs to take Kyrie out for a nice steak dinner. And then never he needs call to, him and again. And then never... <laughs> he needs to take me out. He's making the bucks, man. Yeah, he is. Actually, the crazy thing is a friend of a friend knows him. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually... Um, you got to think. Just a short while ago, those guys were just... In high school playing basketball. And now they're fucking superstars. Pretty Played crazy. It. Oh, really? His his brother roomed with a guy that knows him. So oh, it's like yeah. a friend of a friend. Yeah, with six degrees separation. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something uh, they, they roomed down in uh, OU. They, it was OU. But oh, his brother. Got his you. brother went to OU, yeah. But yeah. Speaking well, my, of that mofo, I haven't seen him in a while. I'm going to Chicago. Chicago. Next weekend. Next weekend? I am. I'm not going to be here, so we can't do a podcast of one year. I just fucked it all up. Are you? When are you leaving? Uh, Friday morning. We have to do it Thursday night, then. Maybe even Thursday night. No, we have to do it Thursday night. We'll do it one year and episode 20. We cannot miss it. We have to do it. <laughs> we can also, do it on I'm the day. I'm going to go to fucking Chicago. Fuck you. You can come. You have to wear, you have to wear a poncho. <laughs> I wouldn't not. I wouldn't think of not wearing a poncho, dude. It's gonna suck ass if it doesn't warm up here real soon, dude. Why are you going to Chicago in January? It's gonna be colder than this. You know, here. Fred asked me in like October, and I'm like, that sounds awesome. And then now we're here, and I'm like, that sounds terrible. Dude, you should wait, and we should go. We've already got and do a podcast in Chicago. We've already got. Well, Chicago is not that far away. If you and I wanted to go for a weekend, it's really not that expensive. I know, but I can't go next weekend. You didn't ask me. I wasn't. It wasn't my. Bitch. It wasn't. Hello. <laughs> it wasn't uh, up to me to ask because I was like the fourth person they asked. So there's three people. Who's and, tried going with? Jeff? Yeah. And Jeff you? And one of Jeff's friends. Oh, so there's four of us so already. So it's not even your little deal, Schnickel. No. That's what I'm saying. Fred asked me. So Jeff asked Fred to ask me. I'm, l- I'm a little less offended then. But I got to drive all the way fucking up to Cleveland and then go west. So I'm basically going an hour north and That's then terrible. two hours east. You should meet him in Toledo and just leave your car at like a Target or something. It's the best idea that I've ever had. Or I could just meet him in Chicago. Oh, you could do that. Because I, I know I'm going to get there faster. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I got them tires, mama. I'm going to use them. Um, how about we don't go to a place that's colder than where we currently are? Just one weekend, we'll just drive south and wherever it gets... Over 50 degrees, we'll set up there. <laughs> I don't want to No, 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 because I don't want to drive south either, because I've been the, the, <laughs> the eastern shore of the U.S. I've seen so many times. Just so pod, get out west. We'll just start podcasting at a truck stop as soon. The first truck stop that's near <laughs> near 60 degrees, do it. Yeah, just set up a picnic. Anyone that walks by, start interviewing them. So, Hi, sir, uh, what are your thoughts on Roadhead? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys follow follow the book too? <laughs> um, I want to go. If we go anywhere, I want to go west, though. That's there's nothing west. That's the point. Nature. There's not even nature, dude. Not there's a well, great plane. That's true. You gotta you get see past a that. Whole bunch of nothing. You gotta get past that. If you wanted to, I mean, my sister's still out in Denver. No, but she's staying with extended family. I'm going so to Denver just... in July for a oh. wedding, and I've already been to Denver. I'm talking about any of the rest of that. Um, it'd be cool to do a podcast in nature. Huh? We could just go bring a generator. Well, uh, long, in a cabin or something. One long extension cord. In a cabin, in nature, would be cool. Be a different perspective. We'd be, we'd be, we talk go, about nothing. We'd like just go to fucking Hawking Hills. And that's well, that's fine. Yeah, that's one. That's fine. Yeah. But if we're gonna randomly drive somewhere, there's nothing west. I'm telling you. I would like. Have to, you never uh, been to Cincinnati? There's nothing out there. Cincinnati. Pass Ohio. There's nothing out there. Indiana sucks. Sorry from everyone from Indiana. I do not like, <laughs> but you suck. <laughs> but Indiana kind of blows. A lot of people hate Ohio, and Ohio pretty much sucks too. I like Columbus, but outside of Columbus, you got bits in Cleveland that are okay, and then that, right? The uh, rest of it kind of sucks. the uh, The part of Indianapolis that we went to wasn't that nice for the no. BT Bam concert. That's a point. I think that was just like the the East Side. Or you know, it was home. funny though because. The venue and where the venue was wasn't nice, but we walked a block down the street and we had... It was like brand new shops. Oh, yeah. It was fucking sweet. It was kind of a spotty thing. It's very similar to, you know, Columbus actually has like a block away. It's fucking Victorian Village and then a a block down the street just like... get shot. Oh, wow. Yes. Run away. (laughs) Run, Run for your life. Yeah, it makes sense. Um... Oh, uh, one of our one of our listeners uh, on the message boards mentioned Ant Man. Oh yeah, yeah. So that like of any trailers, that's probably the only one that's launched in the past week or so. Actually, Travis sent it to me. I didn't watch it. I know nothing, nothing about Ant Man. I'm not gonna even lie. I never heard of him until I believe it was Pat or maybe it was Travis uh, pointed out Ant Man up there. I don't, you know, when I think of Marvel and DC, Ant-Man is the last thing I fucking think of. Right. Which is kind of funny because you think Batman's such a cool character and Ant-Man sounds so fucking stupid to me. It does. It sounds stupid. Oh, yeah. No, it, it sounds, sounds It sounds stupid or it sounds stupid. It is. <laughs> and it was stupid. And it could be possibly. Yeah, it's something different when they uh, were doing comics so very long ago and what they are, what they are now. Um, Ant-Man and I think it's Insect Guy and uh, Marsupial Dude. They're coming around the uh, block together. Arachnid Gal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this is actually a good time to plug something new that we're going to be diving into. So we're developing a new podcast. It's called Comic Virgins. Now, you've heard us talk about superheroes and shit all the time, but we've never actually really, really read comic books. None of our stuff is read or researched. We haven't read anything. We've only seen the movies. We're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Basically, all of our stuff is off the movies. Um, and as far as comics themselves, I've read maybe two comics, and they were like Green Lanterns when I was 10, and I don't remember anything about them. Yeah. So we're starting this new little project podcast where we're going to go back and actually read comics Check out the Marvel and the DC encyclopedias. Go through character backstories 
and uh, just be on a journey with us as we figure out what comics actually are. And um, if you guys have any suggestions as far as like a comic series to start with, um, I think both of us can like handle. So what what I'm fathoming in my mind is Commander takes a certain series of a certain superhero, yeah. and I'll do the same thing, and we'll walk each other through each other's stories. You guys can listen. Um, we're obviously going to comment on it. This was a fucking stupid-ass part in this fucking episode. Yeah. Superman banged this fucking pineapple, <laughs> and it was fucking weird. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it, it's not going to be, like, a full comedy thing. I think it's going to be, like, learning about how the... The stories flow and what, you know, how the characters, the yeah. character development. And we've gotten one big suggestion too is like, the especially for like old oldest stuff like Superman and Captain America. They've been around for 70 years, 75 probably. So like trying to make sense of where they started and like how many times their story has been. Redone. Re, yeah, exactly. Re-envisioned. So how is the original Captain America different from. The movie that we just saw like four or six years ago. I don't want to tackle Captain America because it is super racist. Yeah, it kind of is. It's not kind of. It's bad. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll cross the bridge when we get there. But we just want to mention. So we got a shout out. We're going to watch the Ant Man trailer right now, and we'll let you know our thoughts on that. And look out for our new podcast. Wait, Ant Man as in like Ant Man? Yeah. So like my Ant Man, she is married to my Uncle Man. Well, we're going to watch Ant-Man right here. Okay. Stay tuned. Relax. <laughs> it was all right. You know, I didn't, you know, I'm I w- kind of excited to learn the story behind him, but going forward, Paul Rudd, I'd probably bang him. But <laughs> I uh, would. But bang uh, him. I'm going to see it. I'm on the superhero craze since all the new things that we've watched and Avengers and all that stuff. And, and I love Paul Rudd. I'm going to see it. All the revamped stuff has been very decent. Yeah. Uh, there's not really been a bad... Like the whole new Batman series, no, the Nolan series is fucking awesome. Right. Um, you, I actually haven't seen the new Supermans, the Amazing Superman. or I'm sorry, the Amazing Spider-Man. But uh, you guys have been saying that they're very decent. Yeah, they're good. Like they're there's a good. couple troubling things in it, but overall they're good, very good movies. Um, I do need to see those because Spider-Man has always been one of my favorites, and that's actually one of the um, most watched, most watched series as a series. I saw, I watched it a lot as a kid. Um, that and the X-Men. Because I always, I think I may have watched uh, Spider-Man more because he had that. What was it like? Mother that would like the mother spider that like talked to him. I must have watched X-Men more than Spider-Man. Because <laughs> it was like a, a, like an overhead mom that, that, that like he talked to. You remember that? Mm-mm. He got crazy into the spider sense and it like pulled him into this like, I think it was like an alternate universe, but it was just like him, him and her. And she was just like, you know what you got to fucking do? And he's like, you're right, shit. Mom Mothra. Like, what the fuck you talking about? Mom Mothra. <laughs> Many Bothans died to bring us this evidence. <laughs> Whole bunch of people died. So listen up, um, Han. I'm skeptical on how they're going to make a human shrinking into an ant-sized dude reasonable. Wait. In tw- that's what he, that's what he is. You're lying. No, no, no. Didn't you see that scene where he was like standing in the shower 
And he like activated it and he like shrunk down and he was on the floor with the shower. I'm very skeptical as to how they're going to make that work. Is this a real thing? And he's not Rick Moranis, so. Anymore. <laughs> so I'm, I'm skeptical, but. God, uh, that sounds so stupid. It does. That's like, say, that's like making an up-to-date Mighty Mouse. Yeah, or. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Just or, step uh, on him. I'm the fucking who's Hulk. The, who's the dog? Underdog? Underdog, yeah. Like, if they just, like, they try to re- animate a dog. That's like, so it make funny. Any sense. That's, I I would hope it's in the 70s, because it's such a 70s, like, hey, man, I'm on it, and I'm just going to walk into this janitor's closet. Because Underdog is a janitor. He's a dog, though, he's, right? He's a jan- yeah. But he's a janitor. He stands up right, and he mounts floors as a dog. Mounts? Mops floors. He as mounts a, floors. He mounts them as a dog. Doggy style. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the underdog cartoons are fucking nuts. Because I think he's a janitor. He walks into his janitor's closet and walks out. Ah, and I for, even forget what he says. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm eh, kind of skeptical as to see how they're going to make that work. But uh, you need to go fight this virus inside this woman's mouth. So you got to go into ant size and physically beat the shit out of this <laughs> this this uh, flu that she has. Oh, dear lady. Um, so a woman, we'll see what happens. a woman Revan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So this is, we post a couple things on Instagram. We want you to mention it, see what you think. What are your thoughts? We'll bring it up. So, but yeah, I think Canon is, he's the guy. Canon is Revan is male and the Jedi exile from KOTOR 2 is female, but Revan. So is it, it's canonized that he came back and became light. So if you played the dark side in KOTOR, you technically weren't playing canon. So I'm pretty sure, you know, he comes back, destroys everything with Malak. Malak betrays him. He becomes good and goes back and pushes everything, all the bitches back. Um, but like a woman, Revan. Honestly, I played female Revan in KOTOR more often than, than you think. Maybe 40% of the time. No, I know you did. I remember that. Um... Skyrim never touched a female. <laughs> never even maybe with my one. maybe with my axe <laughs> as I was cutting her in half. Lydia got in the way, so I chopped her in half. There are <laughs> some will shout. I don't know. Some will shout sexism or something at, at at statements like this. But I've never had the drive to play as a female character because I'm not. A, I'm, a, I'm a dude. I want to play as what I think I would be. I played Mass Effect as female Shepard once because I've heard so much about how good the voice acting of the female version of Shepard is. So I did that once on Mass Effect 1 just so I could experience it. And I probably played female on KOTOR once or twice. But I mean, other than that, yeah, I really never had any desire. I'm just like, dude, and now I want to pick my race over. You know what's funny is... I focused on, I played female a lot more if I could be evil. Cause I could, <laughs> that's, it's a weird thought. Cause I, it's like, it's some like crazy sexist thing in our minds. Like women are evil. So I'll play as a, <laughs> <laughs> get out, leave now. Um, but yeah, I play, like I said, KOTOR, maybe 40% of the time. Um, especially if I was playing evil, honestly. Um, and then, Mass Effect? No, I would never. His name's Shepard. So I know, and you can have a Nancy Shepard. 
But Cat Shepherd. Felipe. The voice actor though for the for the female shepherd is fucking amazing. Not that, just, the, not that the male shepherd is bad, but the whew, she blows out of the park. It's fucking sweet. Hmm. And it's pretty badass. It's worth doing at least once. Not your maybe not your first time, but I feel like okay. <sighs> okay. Have, you haven't even played Mass Effect, really. You, I know you started the first one, but how much since then have you actually played? I don't even know. I got some mining world, and I'm in this little Jeep fucking thing the running Mako. around. Yeah. Oh, you're looking for Liara. Yeah, I think so. Go do it. <laughs> I got, I got, all right, guys, go thanks. Get her. All right, we got to go play right now. Bye. <laughs> I seriously want to play some Battlefront. Yeah. Soon, uh, Battlefield is a hit and a miss. As soon as I turn it on and I kill ninety people and take twenty objectives, I know. As much as we've raved about Battlefields over the series of this podcast, we are in a slump right now. Eh, I wouldn't say, say that because we no. were fucking raping, and then the next day we're like, "Oh God, I can't." That's also the first time we played in three weeks. That was pretty good. No, I understand, but like three weeks with no playing. That's what I mean by in a slump. Yeah. Like we haven't been up to difficult up to uh, par our usual par continuity and golf and go and par par with the course. So Palpatine. What about him? No, no. Versus Bane. <laughs> Oh, man. It'd have to be Palpatine. You know how... There's certain people that you shouldn't put up against each other, and those two, because they're such opposites. There is... I think we, we brought this up in more light on the last episode. There are things that a a character in a giant universe like Star Wars, there are things that a character like Palpatine is and like stands for and embodies... That is not shown properly through the movies. Oh, yeah. Like, if you watch episode three, you're like, Palpatine's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, his faces, his his sounds, everything until he, like, fights Yoda and kind of wins, but not really. He's a fucking idiot. So, like, knowing that, or seeing only that, it's like, you want to say, no. But uh, reading, the, reading the chronology and the extra stuff, it's like, he would want to fucking rave almost everyone. The issue is... Except for Revan. I think Bane, dude. Bane. No, I did... meant Palpy. Right. Oh, but you're saying Bane would win? Yeah. Yeah. Bane did something that pretty much no one else ever, except for Vader, walked straight into the Jedi Temple and fucked everybody up. Okay, you had the five oh first with you. They obviously helped. But how many fucking people did the five oh first honestly kill? Yeah, there was just all fucking basically. Anakin yeah, raging. Yeah, 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 I was thinking that last time when Pat said that too. So that was Anakin and his story. Bane did the complete opposite, but very similar. Whatever, I don't know how they want to take that. But um, Bane destroyed all of the Dark Jedi and the Dark Brotherhood single-handedly. So it's just like very similar stories. Um, Bane didn't think the Dark Brotherhood was worthy of calling themselves Sith. because he, he thought, oh, these are just petty animals. You know, five weak Sith would beat one strong Sith. And that's not how you're supposed to, like, promote. You can't just gang up. Right. Like, it's not you, you know, it's not smart, like, as a society. So that's why he uh, took that holocran. Holocran. He took that holocron of uh, Revan, and Revan was, 
he didn't limit it to two Sith, but the idea was uh, Revan said the dark side works best as one master and one apprentice. Because at the time during the Dark Brotherhood, you'd have one master and like 12 apprentices. And the master would be like, you guys need to be doing this, this, and this. Yeah. And as soon as they got kind of strong, they they would all gang up gang and, up and kill up. them. Yeah. And then they would all kill each other. So nothing, you know, you didn't learn from each other. You would, It was just a bloodbath of just nonsense. Right. So Bane took that and took it to heart and really obviously took it like seriously, but on a larger scale. So he just like, you know what? I'm going to be the master of every fucking thing. So he went out and just <laughs> fucking raped. You guys need to read the Bane book. Dude, I know, I know, I know, I know. Bane um, is awesome, but... It's just, his ruthlessness is what I think Sidious lacks. I don't know I think that. I think, <laughs> well, I don't know too much of uh, Sidious' backstory, so it's hard to say that. But uh, I think Sidious has a deceiving ruthlessness. Bane has a open like if don't fucking talk back <laughs> he's more like ever physically fit like physically and yeah it's hard to describe very front like fronted ruthlessness yeah like, but it, it's up front and he will fuck you up palpatine is like if you piss him off he'll smile and like shake your hand and then th- two days later he's gonna like fucking yeah plot against you and destroy plot. you but that's right. what i'm saying right right, right. but it's hard to to even match those two because they're on different levels, they mm. play a different game, and I, that's why I kind of like Revan because it kind of I feel like Revan would play everyone a games. little bit of both <laughs> of those games, but I don't. Th- it's opposite. So you have Palpatine on the deceiving, backstabbing shit. Then you have Revan who's just really smart, knows what the fuck he's doing. And then you have Bayonet. It doesn't matter what the fuck he's doing; he's just gonna kill everything in his path. <laughs> everything, you can, yeah. Until and he that's dies. kind of where the Vader's the Vader's are. You know, right. Vader doesn't know what the he's so blinded by his own hate. But right. don't fucking stand in front of him. <laughs> right. He's just gonna cut everything in half. Don't suggest that the rebels aren't on Hoth because he will fucking kill you. <laughs> that's where they are. I don't think that's where they are. <laughs> You're dead. Next one. <laughs> Next person. Fucking everyone's promoted. Every- <laughs> Can you imagine? Think of like the ensign that was just like an intern on the fucking ex- executor, and just everyone gets promoted. So he like gets shifted up, and now he's like some general. But he doesn't of, know what the fuck he's doing. Think he's like, of the interview. I didn't ask for this. Think of the interview. We're, we're going to take you in. There's a lot of opportunity for a quick promotion in into the the imperial army. You know, within six months, maybe even a day. Who knows? You'll be promoted immediately. Big pay bump. And then just Vader goes on a rampage. <laughs> hey, if you can get your commanding officer to piss off Vader, you can have his job. <laughs> Great. You get double the pay. Just and bump up in ranks every time Vader chokes yeah. someone. You get double the pay and half the life. <laughs> you're going to make you're gonna make twice as much, but you're going to live half as long. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to picture. So, like, if it was a duel with Bane and Palpatine, like, you dropped him in. No preparation. They're just like, this is going to be one fight, one duel. I'd probably say Bane. But if it was a general Sith against Sith, I'd probably say Palpatine. Because all of his like, he would figure out a way in his deceit. Like, he would sit back and not even have to touch Bane. And he would find a way for Bane to like get killed or something like it's, that. It's the idea of like the ninja and the, and the, the, yeah. the brute. Yeah. It, the ninja's probably going to win all the time unless the brute grabs him. Right. You're fucked. And then you're fucked. But no if matter you can what. keep evading. Yeah. That actually reminds me of one of the like the end scenes. Have you seen um 
is is invincible with Jet Li? I don't. I have no. I don't know. It's really. I think it's. I'm gonna. Don't make a fool of myself, but it's really good. One of my biggest issues with Sidious, episode three, the Yoda battle. This is one of the biggest face. This is probably the biggest face off ever. I consider that a bigger face off than Luke versus Vader in six. I consider it okay. Well, there's two of the biggest right there. You know, Anakin versus Obi-Wan. They're so equally matched, and they know each other so well, and they've obviously they've basically taught each other yeah. at that point. Yeah. Everyone considers Obi-Wan to be the master, but Anakin had been a master for a little while, right? No, because they didn't actually promote him to master, but he had his own Padawan who that's called why him master. he got master. so fucking pissed. But that that's kind of weird because, you know, Ahsoka called him master, because well, he's literally was, the master of her. But in the learning sense, how many non-masters had Padawans? Was yeah. it a common thing that just general Jedi Knights taught Padawans? No, no, it wasn't. That's why I got so fucking mad at the Clone Wars. Why is this happening? Because you're out of ideas. Fuck this. I liked it though. That's stupid. Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka. Out of all people, Anakin, who they're so worried about and like nervous about that he's like not supposed to be a Jedi, they give him an apprentice. He's the chosen one. It doesn't make any sense. It's that's one of the things. Like the issues that we have at the expanded universe, that makes no sense to what they were trying to say throughout the movies. Do you really have that big of an issue with it? I mean, I've gotten over it because it's a good show. But it's like the first. Well, it was the movie really that made me mad. But you got to think. So think the, about, about this. the movie. I'm gonna bring up the biggest thing right All here. All right. Anakin has his issues. Everyone has their doubts about him. They give him a Padawan. Who the fuck is Obi Wan teaching at this point? Right. Still, he's Anakin, a master technically, because Anakin's not a master. So he's still who? Okay, at this point, even during the Clone Wars, is Anakin really okay? So it's a very um, seniority. Yeah. The Jedi. If you've been a Jedi longer, you should probably listen to the person above you. Right. Or at least older or who has been there longer. Right. There are rankings, though. But I feel like from two to, like, the end of three, Obi-Wan, especially the expanded universe stuff, Obi-Wan is actually learning a lot more from Anakin. And I think Obi-Wan was so much more limited he had a, he had his head more. He had a cooler head, obviously. Yeah. Um, but and it, it's just like Anakin, you saved in episode three. Anakin, you saved me not for the te- ninth time, or he says tenth time. It says ninth ninth time. That time in right. Kato Nemodia doesn't doesn't, doesn't count. Doesn't you know what's count. funny is I read that <laughs> part in uh, Kato Nemodia because yeah. he got like high on these fumes or something. It's in Labyrinth of Evil. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Like the first, one of the first scenes. Yeah, yeah. My Good. thought is, like I said, this is the issue I have with Expanding the Universe and the movies not meshing together. The whole prequel trilogy, well, at least one and two, they're like, especially Mace and Yoda are like so worried about Anakin. Like, you should not be and training. one and two in the movies? Yeah. yeah. Especially in one. Like, you should not be training this guy. He's going to fucking freak out and kill everyone. They knew that. Then like, well, all right, fine. After the end of the day, we'll accept it. But they're still kind of like cautious about him. And then they're not going to grant him the title of master in episode three. But you can have an apprentice when you're still in training with Obi-Wan. That doesn't make any sense. Because you got to think at the end of two, who he's did, still, who, he's not, he's not a knight yet. He's still in training. 
I the, the one really big thing that I really like about the Clone Wars is they show the faults of the Jedi Council. There's stuff that happens even with the Masters. Because there was one part where... <clears throat> I like what you said, though. That makes a lot of sense. It's very cool. Because well, it's like this... Their structure is getting in the way of, like, what is the best for the galaxy. Right. Like, they're, like, politics. I don't want to say politics, but politics. It is Jedi politics. Yeah, it's, like, getting in the way of But it. there was a, a couple things that got in the way during Clone Wars that you would never seen in the movies. And it was, like, so Obi-Wan and Anakin were issued out to this mission. Yeah. I think it was, like, uh, uh, Kit Fisto or something. And then Ahsoka was supposed to stay here. And Ahsoka went anyways. Right. And Anakin, like, forbade it. Like, she, he was like, back the fuck off. No nibs. And then he, she ended up showing up, like, on the planet. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, well, Master Plo told me to come. And then, like, a week later when they actually got back, she's like, Master Plo, you told me to go, right? And he's like, no. yeah. <laughs> he literally was just like, because she, she learned so much and she was, like, meant to be there. And I... Th- I think she was like the only person that knew that she was supposed to be there. Because in the end, she actually saved. Well, I li- I, yeah, I think she actually saved Moff Tarkin. Nice. I like I like things like that. I like moments like that. But it shows like the weakness of you know she, she's not supposed to go, and the, oh, Jedi politics almost got in the way. Right. And literally, Master Plo Koon had to lie to like cover a right. Padawan's ass. And that is more fucking reason why I love Revan so much. I'm not going to let these fucking politics get in the way of what needs to happen. We're about to get destroyed. You guys want to squabble over what's right and wrong? I'm going to go fucking save the galaxy. Fuck yeah. everything else. That's, that's, a very, that's the very beginning of it. Yeah. That's before he actually turns to the dark side. Well, yeah. That's when, so the when Jedi him and Malik was... leave for, to defend against the Mandalorians. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, and that's one of the reasons. I'd be terrified of the Mandalorians. Because they're so, <laughs> yeah, I they're so too, built on honor that it doesn't fucking matter. I will die for the rest of these guys over here. I don't care. I'm going to... I Like, they're all out... Die for my brother. The issue with, with that is because that culture is built so much on honor, what's the... Why attack? Why attack the rest of the galaxy? Like, what pushes you to do that? I used to know all of it because I was writing that... Actually, I found that Wait script. a minute. I thought the, the Mandalore at the time... Fell to the dark side or something. I can't remember, man. I used to know it all because I was writing that fan fiction about... It was like a prequel to KOTOR. Oh, my God. I, I just thought of something. Though. I can't remember. I just thought of something. Have you read the Revan book? I haven't. So there are bits and pieces in the Revan book that are good. Because Revan... I don't want to give it all away. But the whole... Basically, half the cast get, gets back together. That sounds lovely. And it has a lot to do with the Mandalorians before the end crazy battle. That pisses me off. So let's just say that maybe he hooks back up with Candorus, and maybe Candorus finds the Mandalore mask, and maybe he becomes fucking Mandalore. That makes sense. Actually, I wrote that in my, my little novel thing. Candorus became ma- the Mandalore. Fuck yeah, he does. He's Candorus. God damn it. They go to this crazy hidden planet that Revan, when he was in the dark side, was at. And he, the, the, so the the plot of the story, he starts back at the, you know, the story starts. He's on the light side, right? He Malik's gone, but now there's some threat that they're they're hearing at the the edge of the outer rim. So they're going to figure it out. And he's like, I'm going to take Candorus with me 
because he has a big fucking gun and can heal himself every second. <laughs> Kotor fans, fuck you. <laughs> One. One. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, he's four. Yeah. Four. Yeah, totally. Oh, I got shot. Heal. Doesn't matter. I'm healing myself <laughs> forever. I'm never going to die. Um, um, I'm trying to see. Uh, uh, All right. Just to take it back just a quick second. One of my biggest issues with episode three, Revenge of the Bitches, the Yodaverse Sidious. Yeah, you started talking about that and you totally side. So my hugest, biggest, fuck that issue. Hugest is not a word. Huge mostest. Most huge. Mostest hugest. (laughs) Um, Hugh Jackman. (laughs) My Hugh Jackman (laughs) issue is Yoda and Palpatine are going at it in a fucking... Whatchamacallit, Congress, bitch, hold. Um, obviously, Palpatine overpowers him. Why the fuck does Palpatine not get enraged and kill Yoda? Right then and there, you knocked him out, go after his ass, cut his fucking little green hand off, at least, so he's, at least he's a fucking one-handed puppet in the woods. Because Yoda has to live, and George Lucas awesome. ran out of ideas. But it's story-wise, like... That's what Bane would do. That's what Vader would no, do. No, I know, but Yoda, like, he's in episode five and six. He has to live. I, uh, they should, uh, they sh- he, you know he, th- he should have, you know, well, I'm saying done a lot of things different. What differently. I, what I would have done is had Yoda had the advantage in that, but it made it, oh, we're going to blow each other apart right there with the, cause it was the. He was doing electricity, and Yoda captures it in his hand, and then there's a big explosion, They and he blows him off the that little ledge. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. And he exactly flies all happens. the way down, right, hits, right, and right, hits. Right, right. If I was Palpatine right there, I would jump the fuck down and kill him. Right. That's not a stalemate. You just blew him off the fucking thing. You just got blown back a little bit. Jump yeah. down, electrocute his fucking little green hairy ass. <laughs> kill him! But I, if I was Lucas or writing that, I would have made... Yoda have the edge in that, and then obviously Obi-Wan would have had the edge against Anakin cutting his shits off. But just that kind of balance in the whole movie would have been interesting, and it would have given it more legitimacy that Yoda's still around. Yeah. So it it makes sense for Obi-Wan leaving Anakin because he loved him so much he couldn't like blatantly kill him. You were my brother! Yeah, you couldn't actually kill him. You're just going to assume him dead. So you, yeah, you assume him dead, but like he really, I mean, he loved him. You couldn't bring himself to actually kill him. So that makes sense. But yeah, I never thought about the Palpy and the Yoda fight. The Yoda, I think Yoda should have ended up with the advantage where Palpatine literally had to like run. Yeah. Escape somehow. I did watch it again, but. That makes more sense to me. You would think though, if, if Palpy doesn't know. That Yoda is truly dead. He he should one like you said, actually jump down and actually kill Yoda. Double check, or two throughout like the old trilogies. There's no Jedi left. Oh, but wait, in the back of my head, I know that I didn't really kill Yoda, so he's probably out there somewhere doing some shit. Actually, he does recognize that. Does he? Because he tell he tells him. Can't remember. Shh. I haven't seen it. Shh. Oh, sound, no. Sounded like no quarter. No, 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 no. 
just for a second because it starts it starts so so quiet. Um, yeah, because I, I actually think uh, one of the major commanders comes down and he's like, "Keep an eye out for this motherfucker because he fell down there and I can't see him." Yeah, and in the, and in the, and in the old I'm movies, saying. he mentions like, "There's no Jedi left." Basically, is what they think. Am I making that? That up? makes me. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't I think he ever. It. I don't think he ever says that. I think that even if he does say that, say that, I think it's in spite. Like he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. There's none of them. Man. I killed everything. I had Anakin kill. Everything. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, honestly, because post episode three in the Darth Vader book, Vader hunts down and destroys the Jedi. Um, I was looking. Oh, I have another story. Mandalorian Wars and why they decided to invade. Um, from what I'm reading, Mandalore, the Mandalore at that time was just crazy, and they started raiding planets on the Outer Rim. I thought he found something, like a holocron, and he like it somehow it like encapsulated him or like possessed him basically with the dark side, and he just went crazy and just started fucking stuff up and. It's such an honorable race that whatever the fuck, I mean, that guy worked so hard to get there. If whatever he says goes, like you don't know. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Is that what it, you're doing? It it seems like he. Uh, I mean, it seems like he just wanted to like bring more honor to wow, what, like what's planet an honor and like? the culture. So they started attacking shit on the outer rim near their planet. And then they started moving in gradually, and then the Republic noticed and was like, hey, fuck that. I'm not going to have it. And Revan came <laughs> to fuck everything up. Hey, how about none of that? That's basically what it seemed like. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to... It's hard. I, I need to sit down and like, actually read the full Wikipedia articles. Probably read the Revan book before I can say for sure. But the yeah, Revan, it's hard the Revan book doesn't give a lot away about Revan. I want a... Like, uh, <laughs> is KOTOR not like the biggest, most fanboyish Star Wars game of all time? Outside of the movies, the, I video would, game, I would ass- video game. I mean, is the the issue I have is it's probably the biggest plot story outside of the physical movies, yeah, all time. So where is my books of prequels to KOTOR? Kotor as canon in a novel, yeah. which everyone would read for days yeah. and years and months. And days. Like, I, I need that. I want a I want a full novelization. Please, Drew Carpishin, if you're listening, of the Mandalorian Wars, Revan's Fall to the Dark Side, and spoiler, eh, what? And Kotor, and post Kotor. I want a whole series of Revan leading up to that awful Revan book, where he becomes a bitch. It's not that he becomes a bitch. He's been a bitch the whole time. <laughs> kind of. That's so, literally so my my favorite character just gets he's a pawn of something else. Uncanonize that book and write six new ones that are good. That just make Revan a bad <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> just rides a fucking Harley motorcycle throughout the uh, hyperspace. I remember that's why I wanted to start that fan fiction in the first place because there wasn't a book about Revan. Where's all leather? And Leather Road finally came out, and you're like, uh, don't read this. Assless chaps. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I've wanted to, we talked about this last time. I 
I'm stuck in fantasy mode. I want to read Star Wars books. I have like six on my shelf that I have, but I haven't read yet. I have Plagueis, and I've been pretty much cussed out that I haven't read it. Me too. Steve motherfucking Dave read Plagueis. Well, you yell, I haven't read fucking Vader book. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Bye. But that's, I'm a reader right that's now. Like I'll come ten, back. That's like 10 years old, dude. dude Plagueis is like two. Like I said, I've just been... I've been I in ca- sci-fi even, zone for a long time. I don't... You mean not sci-fi zone? I have not been in sci-fi zone oh. for a long time. So sci-fi zone. Um, Sci zone five. <laughs> hey, the... Okay, so one of the biggest reasons I like Star Wars... And it's kind of like uh, behind the scenes... and Whatever, it's not behind the scenes. But it's just like a not focused reason to like star wars is the starships yes there are so many fucking bad i don't honestly name one stupid looking even a bespin okay the bespin, the bespin transport thing that, okay but it serves its looks purpose. like two motorcycle sidecars attached it kind of does yeah <laughs> but outside of that name one no i i know i know what you're saying i just i had to i had to name that one you know. Yeah, that's the one I was going to be like. Part of okay. it. Oh, the best thing. Oh yeah. But outside of that, right? Even like in Star Trek. So a lot of Star Trek, they have very kind of funny shaped. The fucking Enterprise, though. Oof. It's kind of funny shaped overall. It's a cool ship, but it's kind of fucking funny shaped. Sweet. Just like everything's uh, funny shaped, dude. It's Viewing. a dude. It's a pancake connected to some fucking jet engines. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh. What do you fly? Fucking maple syrup cakes. <laughs> Enterprise, bitch. Oh, my God. But, like, okay. The Ebon Hawk. Like, it's kind of a pancake, but it's just... No, it's just a old-school version of the Millennium Falcon. That's what it is. is what it, it has is. fucking Hawk, Falcon, bunch of bitches, and the next one's going to be the fucking Yearly Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Bicentennial... <laughs> Pro. The Bicentennial <laughs> Seagull, motherfucker. Blue Jay. Blue Jay. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Um, um, whoa, that was creepy. Welcome. Oh, hi. Hi, guys. Hi. No, all the all the ships are pretty fucking cool. Fucking cool. A lot of the uh, physical, like, uh, warships stuff, the fighting, the fighting ships, so, like, TIE fighters, they are odd looking, but they're also just, like, they make complete sense. Mm-hmm. They're very aerodynamic. Yeah. Well, there's no air. <laughs> <laughs> they're very spacodynamic. They're, they're very uh, zero. I love this stuff, though, because and this is what I love so much about Lord of the Rings, is like how much time is spent into all of that extra stuff, other than the story and the actors. So like the oh. way that all the Corellian ships have that one look and feel, yeah. all the Nubian ships have that very sleek feel. All the Empire ships are very, like, structured, fucking war, kill everything. You know what I mean? They all have that whole mode to them. And and then the um, the Rebel ships are all based off alphabet letters. <laughs> That's true. What, the, what we should call this one? Well, it looks like a wise It's queuing. <laughs> I want to know. We, so should how make, many, how, we should make a whole alphabet of ridiculous ships. Yeah. How many are there actually? The A, B, X, and Y, right? A, B, X, Y. Wing. I think that's it. 
ABXY. I feel like I'm. So it's, it's a Super Nintendo. That's controller. what I'm just gonna say. <laughs> so Super Nintendo and ABXY. There, is, yeah, I guess <laughs> we should make. I'm sure someone already has though made a, a, a starship for every letter of the alphabet. Just like a, a lowercase G wing. <laughs> How would you do like a lowercase I wing with a detached dot? <laughs> Just a cape, like they're like magnetized and they float together. <laughs> Just some Pokemon shit floating next to each other. <laughs> the, your uh, your service droid is not actually in the thing. It's just like he just floats, levitating above the ship. It's R two D two with his fucking thrusters next to the fucking ship. Oh my god! The lower the lowercase J wing. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, I've had enough of that. So let's let's do. <laughs> no, you don't even top two. Your favorite ship. Top- do your top two. We'll do one specific ship. So as far as there's only one of them. You know what I'm saying? Millennium Falcon is one of one. Not really, but yeah. It's always ever been. And then one of your favorite uh, actual warships that has just been millions and millions of shits. Maybe even classes. So... It's hard to pick one because, like, I feel like the only individual ships are Millennium Falcon and the Ebon Hawk. I'm gonna pick Slave One, and yeah, but I mean, but in reality, the Millennium Falcon is not its own ship. There's a whole series of YT-1300 Corellian freighter ships. That's just like the badass, the one, one that we know about, the only one that we ever see. True. So fine, pick. Just we'll, we'll pick a non-warship and a warship. Even though, you know, the Millennium Falcon's used in war a lot, it's not a warship. It's a fucking freighter. It, yeah, it's a smuggler ship. It's hard to not pick the Millennium Falcon. All right, that's fine. I'm trying to think. That's not what I'm picking. I'm just noting that it's Slave hard one to and not Slave pick. 1 is by far my favorite. Because that's an odd-shaped ship, and for what it's used for, and how it fucking... okay. So it lands like on its back. And then it takes the fuck say, off, stands the fuck up. I have to say Slave 1. What? You just changed it. I, I'm going Millennium Falcon. No, I didn't pick <laughs> that. I'm talking about it's tough to not pick that because it's so iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I man, guess, this is really tough. This is really fucking difficult. Are we talking about just like one to two to four person ships or any kind of ship. Well, that's the issue. So I would say we're going to pick one, one to two people. And then the other, the other class is going to be larger where you can take like 20 people or whatever. All right. So my small is going to be the Jedi Starfighters. Wow. From episode three. Era. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I'm they're thinking very, that or like the droid battleships are also. They're actually sweet. very similar to um, an A-wing. A-wing. It is an A-Wing, basically. It's like, is early, that, is that it's like, like a, an early A-Wing. Is that a proven? I think so. I don't know. It makes sense. It's just a smaller A-Wing, basically. Yeah. Um, wow, I'm surprised you said that. Okay. I wanted to... The droid starfighters from episode one are pretty sweet. Droid starfighters from episode one. Yeah. Just the... And then they jump off. What? The Sony technology ones where they're like, <laughs> use the droid starfighters. Yeah, man. Those. Yeah. These things. Wow. You picked probably two of my least favorites. 
No, right. I love those things. Those are fucking sweet. They're cool. They remind yeah. me of Independence Day for whatever reason. They kind of do. <laughs> um, but no, I'd pick, the, I'd pick the Jedi Starfighter. The whole, they all have different colors and stuff, but from Episode 3 era. And then as a bigger ship. Let's go full, full, full boat frigate. Yeah, up to that. Dude, though. Man, dude, the Corellian ships are fucking sweet. Especially the med ship. I know it's just a medical ship, but it has like two giant oh, the, parts and then it's connected by that bridge. That, yeah. It just looks the fucking medical awesome. Frigate. Yeah. Yeah. I played, uh, well, the uh, PC game, TIE Fighter. Those medical frigates, you always had to kill them first. I think they were always a target because they would have like battle, sh- battle, whatever. Warships around them, mm-hmm. and you don't have to go in and kill them first because they would send out repair ships. Right. So you're like, well, I got to get rid of this fucker so they don't repair the other shit. Yeah, yeah. those are cool. I like those frigates. Yeah, the all the Corellian ships, man. That or the like the Corvette. They're pretty cool. It's hard to pick though. Obviously, fucking star uh, star destroyers. Okay. If we're going that big, there's too many fucking options. All right. I'm gonna go with this is this is kind of difficult because it's between two as far as single to double triple piloted ships it's gonna be a split and I'll probably lean towards the B wing is probably my favorite but a very very close second is the uh, snow speeders the snow what are they called snow speeders snow yeah snow speeder. I feel like snow speeders like a foot off the ground, like a speeder in Tatooine. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the snow speeders are really cool looking, but I think I'll have to le- lean towards the B wing. I do like the idea of a Y wing. I just don't think they look good. But the B wing is so because it flies sideways, right? So you got a, a long parallel, and you're on one side in your capsule, and then you just kind of got like a, a T. That's you know what cool actually flying. looks cool, but it's just a simple cruiser is the Imperial uh, Transport. Yeah. With the two wings that come up, and it's just like, a, hey. that looks sweet. See, you're you're losing me. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so that would be that, and my larger one would be, I want to say fucking Slave 1, but I'll, I'll probably even go larger than that and say Starforge. Dude. <laughs> you picking the Star Force? <laughs> God damn. Um, I pulled up this photo of... I don't like this photo because it. it this is all sci-fi, right? No, I think it, it looks like it. No, it's, it's all almost. sci-fi because look at the bottom. All the way bo- at the bottom. The big dark ship. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Look how... Look at the the ex- Super Star Destroyer? Executor, though. What's the one above it? That black that. What is that? It's hard to tell what it is. Yeah, what, is all the way at the front. Get right there. What, what, is, what does it say there? You can't even read it. Eclipse class superstar destroyer. Oh. 17.5 thousand meters. Eclipse class star destroyer. Here's a regular star destroyer. Maybe Here's that's those. maybe that's post. Monkel cruisers, I think. No, that's the Mandalore star dreadnought. Wow. Fuck, there's so many things. These things, so these this ships is, are fucking massive. This is all Star Wars. I think it looks. Eh, it looks I like didn't it. that. Those, that what is that? No, it's not. Because here's Warhammer. 
What is Warhammer? It's a RPG. We were talking about it last week. It's an RPG game like Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. And then it, it, there's games and stuff. See, I too, saw but. this elsewhere, and actually the Super Star Destroyer was super small compared to something else. Yeah. I saw, like, compared... I've seen a few of these things before. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure the Death Star is ridiculous. Compared Dude, that to- photo that you posted on Instagram of... No, it wasn't even Instagram. No, you didn't even post it. That wasn't a fan page. The Earth... I posted that. The Moon. It yeah. was you? That's what I thought. The Earth, the Moon, Star Destroyer 1... Or Death Star Two. 1, Death Star 2. Death Star and 1 was so much smaller. That's ridiculous. That's so, so out of the more. realm of possibility. It, Fuck it was that. like 20 times smaller. Dude, it was more than that. It was a speck. Death Star 2 was almost the size of Earth's moon, and then Death Star 1 was like the size of Ohio or something. <laughs> what? No, literally, it was. that's how small it was, which is still pretty fucking big. If you think something that's like the square footage of Ohio, but in a giant orbiting sphere with a laser on it. It's weird that that could destroy Alderaan. Now, what we don't know is how big Alderaan was. Because you can have smaller big planets. I'm sure we do know. Let's look at... Let's visit. If we put all of the... Up. We always do that. There's two E's. Look, E-E-E-Pedia. What the fudge? Got it. Never fear. Gunganpedia. Gungan is here. <laughs> Gunganpedia. We're going underwater, okie okay, day. That was my favorite from last. <laughs> Alderaan. I hate how he says there's always bigger fish. Where there's a fucking dinosaur underwater. I was dying when Pat said that. Because that's exactly what it was. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Godzilla floating in the water. It was. Man. There's always a Godzilla. Alderaan places. Mm. Diameter is 12,500 kilometers. What is Earth? I'm going to look at the diameter of the Death Star. What is Earth? I have no idea. 12,500 kilometers. Kilometers? So many clams. So many calamities. Calamities. <laughs> it doesn't uh, say. It doesn't say. How do you not say on the fucking Death Star? That's the other book I need to read. 900 kilometers in diameter. So it's not even close. That's the first Death no, Star. No, 160. The first Death Star is 160 kilometers in diameter. The second is 900. Alderaan was 12,500 kilometers. Well, the picture that I posted, Earth was a sliver. Like yeah. You just saw a sliver. The moon. I like to see the difference between the moon and the Earth. That's no moon. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> because you know the Death Star Two was not; it wasn't that close. And the moon's uh, about double. Moon's diameter is thirty-five, about thirty-five hundred kilometers. Okay, so about trip, well, more than triple, about a quarter of Alderaan. <sighs> okay, and yeah, about five times that of the Death Star Two. Less than that, I think. Like four and a half? 900 times 40, 4,500 divided by 900? Yeah. It's five. Wait. And all the rest of it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so there's a lot of fucking firepower there to take down a It's weird planet. because, so it, the idea of the Death Star was around so much before. Like just voices one, crying one, out in English. One, one battle station so massive that it could just destroy a galaxy, basically. Walk around planet to planet and just be like, you talking shit? Boom! And then just gone. But that's kind of, it was not as direct, but the Star Forge could just unlimitedly create from a star. Yep. Forever. Star Forge. I understand. It's kind of like the goddamn... No? What? Kind of like what? Arlen Windhelm or whatever the fuck. <laughs> from Skyrim. What's the forge called? Oh. Skyforge. Skyforge. I'm thinking Star Forge, Skyforge. <laughs> no. Unlimitedly create... Dude, I want to. I want my mind to be blown. Like if there was a glitch in in Skyrim, and I'm walking around, walking around, orcish armor with my warhammer, beating the shit out of a giant. And as soon as I kill him, he just breaks into Tie Fighters, and I get started attacked by Tie Fighters. <laughs> and I, I gotta run for my life. And then the fucking Millennium Falcon picks me up, and I go to another dimension. Dude, I want something to just like completely rip my mind apart like that. It's I... like, what is going on? <laughs> run. There needs to be there's times where I wish I went into game development because I don't know what the first thing about what coding or programming is or even art. Like I can't fucking draw shit, but well, the so, idea is like a hairy butt. You the idea draw. is there and then, yeah. And like the storyline and stuff is there, but a, a star like of all universes that there are star Wars is one of those that can be so detailed and in depth like i'm picturing a game where you can do whatever you want just like the uh like the role-playing game yeah you can be and i'm sure the older public mmo is similar i've never played it but i mean but not the like not the mmo because that immediately the like the feel and the skin of the mmo world feels like an mmo i can't do it it feels like World of Warcraft with Star Wars characters. I cannot do it. Everything you do doesn't matter on a large scale. It feels totally different. And it doesn't have to be an MMO. I'm just saying something on like such a large scale. You can go to any planet in the Star Wars universe. Like imagine that. Star uh like ports. Any planet. Can you imagine like it would be the most like the biggest undertaking in video game history ever. But like if Tatooine cuz here's an issue too is like on KOTOR, you land on Terrace. Sure, you land on the planet Terrace, but you only see like... Seven platforms. Seven blocks <laughs> of one city on Terrace. Yeah. When in reality, it's a giant planet. So like I'm imagining there's a whole planet to discover. Not only that, you can fly to any other planet in the Star Wars universe that you want to. And not only that, you can be whoever you want. Like sandbox style, like Skyrim. Like here's a main quest, but really you can just go do whatever the fuck you want to do. So yeah. if, you, if you start, you have this little intro sequence, you start on Tatooine, because that's where everything on Star Wars starts, is Tatooine. And you're a pod racer, little kid, you get picked up by Qui-Gon Jinn. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> you just <laughs> you you can start whatever you now. want, and then now nah, you can do whatever you want. You can follow the main quest and save the world, or you can go fucking sell spice mines shit and Off trade cor- slaves Corban. on Corban or whatever. I'm, it's in my head. I Spoiler! want it to be 
That's a spoiler for the game that is currently I'm developing. No, I'm just kidding. So I just read... I'm going to have to reread. <laughs> I'm exhausted just, from trying to explain that. I just read in this uh, Star Wars Jedi vs. Sith book. So I was, I was reading the uh, timeline at the beginning. Um, let's see. It was the idea of... All right. So 7,000 years... Before seven thousand BBY, so before the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, that's the the Battle destruction the of, the of episode four. Of four. I hate that. I know it's a stupid timeline. So seven thousand BBY starts the hundred year darkness, where it was kind of the first time that like Jedi be, like fell to the dark side. And then they started just fighting each other. Like, it was that spark. You know, some... Jedi were just starting to find out, like, this is what we are, this is what we can do. 7, and then a couple... 000? Yeah, 7,000. So that's 2,000 before Old Republic era? Yeah. I mean, really, there's a fucking huge jump. Yeah. So we go from 24,000. To seven thousand. That's what, and that's what Pat was saying too. Is like, I want let's make some new storyline content in that timeline. Okay, now this is kind of fucking stupid. The first thing on the timeline is dawn of Sith Sith civilization on planet Corbin. Hundred thousand. Well, dawn of the civilization. You got to think though. civilization. So that's the species, not the Sith as we know it. Right. That is the species of the Sith. Well, we never really know the Sith, though, because even in KOTOR... Yeah, it's a species. It's a red-faced species. They, they're, it's not like they're any stronger or know anything or that they're all Force-sensitive. It's just like Their minds, like their philosophy? It's, yeah. The, okay, so 100,000 years ago, Dugs became a species. That's basically all that means. 30,000 years, the Force using Ricotta tunnel through hyperspace to claim their modest infinite empire. So the Ricotta, I think, was the first, like, intergalactic. They started... Planetary. Yeah, planetary, intergalactic. So they're, like, the big ones. So they were the one that really pushed a lot of stuff. They, they started Play traveling everywhere effect. and doing a whole bunch of bullshit. Play Mass Effect. Um, we jump to Infinite Empire implodes, uh, blah, 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 7,000. Jedis be- are a thing now. Um, force users are starting to, basically, Jedi. So it goes from 100 to 30 to 7,000 years, BBY. 100 to 30 to 28, 27, 25, 25, 7. Yeah. So there's a where I want stories so about eighteen thousand years. I want books. I want a basically. I want the Bible <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. All I right. want the creation of what all that is, and that's just what my nerd brain wants. Mm-hmm. How the Jedi start? Like, what does it say? It doesn't. Just I mean, like, this, is, the this Jedi is literally are, just the timeline. I'm sure it says more in the book. It says um, the Jedi are now here. So it says the uh, 25,000 BBY, the formation of the Galactic Republic, and the creation of the Jedi Order. Dude, that is that in and of itself is a, a fucking epic storyline. All There's, like the civilizations creating a government 
and the Jedi Order and understanding what the Force is and yeah. creating like a whole thing around that. That's a crazy storyline in and of itself. I want to hear that. Okay, shit. and then 500 years after that, so we're at, we're at 24500 BBY. Uh, the first Great Schism. So basically, a faction of Jedi Knights led by General Grievous Zendor. Zendor, X E N D R O R, Zendor, rebel against the Jedi Order. Blah blah blah. Then uh, twenty thousand years later, Dark Jedi rebel against Jedi Order. The Hundred Year Darkness begins. This is fucking kind of epic, though. I would like to hear a lot more about this. The Hundred Year Darkness ends with the Battle of Corbus. Surviving Dark Jedi are banished to an uncharted region in the Outer Rim territories and conquer the Sith species to become Sith Lords. That is the birth of the Sith. I want to hear about that shit. That's fucking epic. That's awesome. Did you say Sith Lord? Oh, that guy is just a bad guy who does all this stuff. But it's actually derived from being owners and controllers, masters of the Sith. Well, yeah, you banish us. All right, we're going to conquer this entire planet and fucking absorb their culture and lifestyle. That's awesome, dude. This is what, fuck, 30 years after the movies. I don't care. I want to know what happened in the dawns of Jedi times. So they conquer the Sith species. Conquer the Sith species to become Sith Lords. A few Sith Lords return to the Republic space in a failed effort to conquer the Jedi, but succeed only in revealing that their fellow exiles have taken control of a region of Sith space, the location of which remains unknown to the Jedi until the fall of the Sith Empire. When is the fall of the Sith Empire? I think that is... Right after Mandalorian Wars? The fall of the Sith. Nah, that's the... F- huh. Because yeah, I think Malak is leading the Sith Empire. The Sith Civil War is, I think, what you're thinking of. That's that's what takes place during KOTOR 2. Because Bane is the new Sith Wars. Damn, dude. There's so much content. There's a lot. And it's interesting to see all this stuff being... Der- oh, shit. Now we go forward. Mace Windu is born 70... 70- <laughs> What? 2,000 years BBY, and all of a sudden, then Mace Wind is born. I mean, I skipped a whole page. There, you, <laughs> Still, have all, you have all the Malik, Revan, uh, you have Keldrama, you have Exar Kun. So the Sith War begins. Exar Kun kills the Jedi, blah, blah, blah. Takes a Sith Holocron, then kills Jedi Master. Holocron. Uh, <laughs> all, Olik Keldrama is stripped Olik of Keldrama, his... Yeah. Uh, stripped of his force powers, Exarchun's spirit becomes trapped on Yavin 4. Ah! Look, Keldrama's one of Pat's favorite dudes. I remember that. Keldrama is uh, the the robes you can get in KOTOR. Mm-hmm. You have to... It's restricted to the dark side. <laughs> restricted to the dark side. Restricted to non-Wookies, bitch. <laughs> Zalbar, Zalbar can't the, wear that shit. Take this shit off. That's intense, man. This is just proves the point. Like I want books and games back in that timeline. I want to know what happened. It's crazy because this oh, develop stops. a detail information story about what the fuck happens. How did the Jedi come together? Figure out that they're all Jedi. 
and Ooh, make a Jedi order. I shouldn't be reading this right here. No, don't do that. This is a lot of um, spoiler alerts to possible Episode 7 stuff right here. Uh-oh. Yeah, but you know, they, uh, they abolished all that, so they're never going to use it. Really? Can I read this? Marriage of Leia Organa and Han. They get married yeah, that's eight, obvious. 8 ABY after the battle. Yeah. Jaina and Jason Solo are born to Han and Leia yeah. a year later. Yeah. That's all part of legacy. 10 BBY. Palpatine is resurrected as a clone. Yep. Leia takes the Jedi Tedrin holocron from Palpatine. I don't know what the fuck that means. She, Pal- gra- she gradually Pal- becomes a Jedi, too. You know what's funny is it just says uh, death of Palpatine's clone. So yeah. a year well, later. Now here's it's the very, it's so very saying, quick. Like, is, are they going to put him in the movie? I hope not. I really Like, not. really? They Come should. on. The spirit. Oh, wow. There's a lot that happens. Oh, wow. I didn't realize uh, it took a lot of time for Luke and Mar- Mara Jade to become. We got to think. It's 10 years after Luke and Han. Spo- or, uh, Luke and Han. <laughs> Leia and Han. <laughs> you got to think. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Mara is one of Palpatine's assassins. Right. For a long but, time. But Palpatine's been dead for... Oh, no, he hasn't. But still, she's on. She's like dark side trying to kill everything. See, and then, you this know... Is, this is the... Ir- there's a lot of time This there. is the issue. Darth Vader begins training a secret apprentice, 18 BBY. Where BBY, ABY does episode six happen? <laughs> they, um, oh, here, four. 4-A-B-B-Y, A-B-Y, Battle of Endor, Death of the Emperor, and Anakin Skywalker. God, those two right there, that's fucking crazy to me. Foundation of the New Republic, a revived Macrosa Order gives Sith Lord Adan's holocron to Lumia. 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 Who the fuck's Lumia? She's a big part of all the new shit that happens. That we don't know about. That'd be really nice to have a fucking movie about, but let's not do that. <laughs> or any type of uh, the rest of it. <laughs> no, she's in a lot of the uh, new Jedi Order and books and stuff. Pat knows. I don't know. I really, I really, really, really like uh, We Are the Sith Lords. Yeah. Why? Because we fucking rule the goddamn Sith over You're here. You're going to banish us to the Outer Rim? All right, we're just going to take over planet and absorb their culture. Why Fuck would this, you. Why would the Jedi show restraint? Like, they should have fucking went Mace Windu on their ass. They're too strong to be left alive. That's why I want to know about how they founded their little religion thing. What do you mean? Like, I want to know about... Religion? Wait, what? What are you talking about? How... Four sensitives decided to found this path of the Jedi. Like a cult. Yeah. Well, yeah. And how they came up with, we need to respect the power that we have and we're Jedi and this is what we're going to live by from now on. And I'm sure it was wishy-washy for the first 19,000 years that we don't fucking know about. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to know about it. It's like, oh, you killed a bunch of people? Eh, you probably shouldn't do that, but you're still allowed in. Like, and then 10 it. years later, like, no, you shouldn't have done that. You should have never. We're going to fucking kill you. And then Yoda's like the restricted, like, don't get ever fucking married. Because fuck bitches. <laughs> and then Luke's like, what the fuck is that dude talking about? He just didn't get no pussy. That's why he gets so mad. 
That's why you're always getting mad at every shit. Yeah, Yoda. <laughs> um, Yoda never got laid. That's why he was like the priest of the Jedi. Thousand years and no dick. He just, I mean, he, he probably saw some Gardula the Hut vagina from the from the rear. <laughs> And he's like, God damn, what is that? And he just ran. The thing would just swallow me. For a thousand years. He just saw ran. one. He saw Gardula's. Stop. Stop he, all of it. And he ran. Can't take it. <laughs> he went into exile. <laughs> no, it'd be interesting to know. I like I want to know. Just cried. Uh, they probably never will. And this is just me. You know, well, not just me, but this is my I want all of the detailed backstory. That's what my nerd brain wants to know. So I want like I want a whole book on whatever you were talking about, how the <laughs> Jedi were founded. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like I want a whole book on that. How the like Jedi how, were founded. How Force sensitives came together to create a society yeah. around just being Force sensitive. Yeah, exactly. I want a whole. There can be a whole novel. There could be a, probably a series around that. To be honest with you, I'd like first. Okay, in order, so we need Revan books. A whole bunch of them that make him look fucking awesome. Wish I could write better. And then go <laughs> and then go back in time and do the Keldrama and the Exarchoon. Like he was definitely Exarchoon. He I don't know too much about him, but from what I read, he was known as the fallen Jedi. Yeah. Like he was revered as a Jedi, and then he was like, Yeah, fuck all that. And then he just just started Killing. Casually decided to fuck everything up. <laughs> he just, yeah, I guess I'm a good Jedi. That's but all, fuck it all. <laughs> I have to say about that. Oh man. So whole bunch of it. Picasso versus Voldemort. Picasso by far. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Easily. <laughs> no, it's all. It's just one of your random motherfucking things that you do all the time. <laughs> um. HK versus IG88. Yeah, so we we mentioned this I think once amongst each other, and then we uh, threw it out upon our Instagram, motherfuckers, the supreme social media site for us. We love you all. Um, but we. Oh my god! Before you even say anything, what? What? Battle. I so I posted that uh, Battlefront, the first one. Yeah, dude said used to have it on. For PSP, remember when I was sitting? Hell yes! And I had that. I had Battlefront two. I was playing Endor Jedi vs Jedi on my PSP. Fuck yeah! In chemistry, remember? remember? Yeah, because chemistry's I, not important. Battlefront's important. The idea of a PSP is so good. Well, the Vita, fucking the Vita. You can transfer. You can stop playing. Is, it, is it that accurate? So can I play Skyrim? As far as I know, on PS4, and I go to Vita and. And you keep can pause and go take a dump and on your Vita, keep playing Skyrim. While you're pooping. Pooping. Is that accurate? Can someone like... As far as I know. Yell at us? No one's watching. Fuck them all. But the main, <laughs> the main, the main thing is <laughs> uh, we mentioned it and we posted on Instagram. Shout it out. Want to hear what you guys have to say. 25 comments later, the... Battle of HK forty seven versus IG eighty eight. Who's the most epic droid in the Star Wars universe? Did did you go ahead? We actually had some actually more IG eighty eight fans than I thought, and a couple a uh, couple good reasons too. I think overall HK wins. HK forty seven, the badass droid 
killing meat bags from Kotor. The one guy that did make complete sense is he. I'm pretty sure he said I like HK better, but the fact that IG88 is four thousand years better of technology. Yeah, it's four. He said two. It's four because Revan happened four four thousand BBY. That was two. It's four. Because I know that because four is Revan and Malik, one is Bane. Because there was always three between them. That's the one thing I know for sure ever in my entire life. Well, until I look it up. How old am I? I don't know fucking no fucking clue, but Revan happened for <laughs> four BBY. But yeah, so we had we had some good arguments for eight for IG eighty eight, and that was the main one. It's like two thousand years or three thousand, whatever it was. More four. more programming and building experience he might be a more technically better droid but how much more technically better can you get these guys just kill people doesn't matter <laughs> hk's con hk hands down says ethan scott 87 his his comments if ig88 and cup came up and killed me i'd be like all right i'm dead hk would walk up and be like fucking meat bag bullshit and then didn't then kill me i'd be like <laughs> at least hk wins at least you're entertained while you're getting murdered <laughs> Yeah, he has much better uh, one-liners, like James Bond. Yeah, he's got more better stuff to say than IG88. Before you kill me, HK, say something. Your fucking flesh offends me. Boom. <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> IG88 just like. Is that what he? I don't know if he talks. I made that up. I don't know. He might not say anything. I think he does talk. I think he talks. I don't know. I'd I never thought played- you. Re- I thought you read the. Um- Shadow of the Empire? No, the Boba that. Fett books. Mandalorian War. No, I have them. I haven't read them. Yeah, because they, they get together with the Bounty Hunters Guild, and IG-88 is part of it. But I don't think... I don't much, I'm not sure he ever comments on anything. He has to write it shit down like, <laughs> like Beethoven. It's just... It's just I Morse, think Morse we, code. We kill Luke. IG-88 disagrees. Yeah. IG-88. Yes. <laughs> That'd be funny. IG88 says, uh, "Is a P." <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, so thanks for participating in that little contest. I think we will say over our votes and our comments, HK47 definitely wins. Regardless of what you guys say, HK. But it was wins. it wasn't a shutout. I the IG88 had some supporters in there. That's fine. You guys were like, uh, yeah, you know, I'll take IG. But HK, all day. Fuck it. Fuck everything. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you guys I say. I don't care. Fuck Thank it Thank you for commenting. And then here's another thing I threw out is we were talking about this in the last episode. And this is actually where things got heated and we almost killed each other. Was the Gauntlet Legends versus Dynasty Warriors franchise argument. Well, the issue was I had never played Dynasty. I've watched you guys play Dynasty and right. that's why I've never played it. Understandable. My only, my main argument is that both games are mash one button as fast as possible and kill everything. Yeah. That's what both games are. So if we're, if we have that in, we already know that Dynasty Warriors is still being made. The newer games have like a lot more improvements to make it more interesting. There's so many characters. Gone has four characters. Dynasty is more realistic. No, they're not realistic at all. You have one. You're fighting people. You have one general taking out thirty thousand troops. You have it's, it's a person fighting people. I mean, yeah. I guess the other one that's you have a fucking realistic. pharaoh, jackal motherfucker yeah. fighting scorpions that are coming out of this mound. Right. 
I like the fantasy more more than just like the fighting styles of humans. So the there's a couple reasons I prefer Dynasty. One is that they're still being made. Obviously, I can still play them, and they're modern. But that doesn't not that, that doesn't I don't add, deny that doesn't add or take anything away from the phys- the actual game. Well, yeah, it does because we're still out. improving no. on it. No, ah, fuck that. Anyways, fine, Dyn- <laughs> fine. Gauntlet was before it, so I, I had plenty of time to play it before <laughs> Dynasty Warriors was ever even yeah, a fucking thing. Yeah, the first two gauntlets are like perfect, rough to play. <laughs> yeah, they're fun as fuck, but on NES, literally, they're you're actually, just like a red block moving around. It's actually and, like, very difficult. It's very hard to play, actually. <laughs> and you you, didn't, you wouldn't even know that you're a wizard, except for the announcer says, "Red wizard about to die." <laughs> it's like the only thing. Red wizard is attacking, dude. Trust me, I fucking love Gauntlet. Um, another thing that helps is dynasty. You have, there's like 80 or more characters that you can be. It's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of characters, so you can change it up. And s- number six is one of the worst for the button mashing. <laughs> Why is dynasty six? warrior six? Why is there six? There's, it's, a, a I mean, it's the same there's thing a, for, there's a, there's a it's the same lot. thing for gauntlet, but that one is bad for button mashing, but the rest of them, you actually have to, you do have to do like combos and implement things in it, like a certain order. So that makes it fun. And then there is this whole backstory. It's loosely based on this actual story and like this actual piece of like ancient Chinese literature. Obviously it's ridiculous because you're one dude jumping into battle and fucking up like 30,000 troops at one time. That doesn't make any sense. But it's loosely based on this old piece of like Chinese literature, which is which is pretty cool. You're going straight. It ties it in. You're going straight bit. Bane on the rest. But yeah, you are. It's, that's not possible. Oh, hey, but I'm here. it's loosely based on a possible storyline. So it's loosely it based it cool. on a Chinese literature, uh, Dark Vader. But seriously, man, you can be 50, 60 different people. You can do different missions, different campaigns, different battles, different combos. I, I prefer. I prefer Dynasty Warriors. And trust me, I fucking love Gauntlet. I do. I have it. I feel like if there was a up-to-date Gauntlet... Other than 15 years ago? Fuck yeah. It would be Gauntlet. Well, blame fucking Konami, whoever it was that made Gauntlet. Who who swallowed them? I don't know, man. What happened? I want... Because then they they were... That remake. They were Gauntlet? Weren't they Mortal Kombat? And they they were Contra for sure. Konami? Oh, yeah. I may be making that up. Yeah, I think you are. I think Konami made Contra. They did, but I don't know if Konami made Gauntlet. Oh. I will find out for you. Atari. Whoa. Originally released by, Ritar- by Atari. By Ritari. <laughs> and then... And then Midway. That's right. Atari and then Midway Games. But dude, I want that remake for Xbox. Because if it runs on 360, I play that shit fucking every day. What? The the remake of Gauntlet Legends for 64, which included two more worlds. Not Dark Legacy was the other one. No, it was Dark Legacy. They added the they added the Egyptian world, and then one other. <laughs> so you start with Gauntlet Legends had like four big realms. Okay, this was it because it had we had the original Gauntlet for not the original but the 64 one that became famous. Dark Legacy, and then there was like Seven Sorrows, which I heard sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's terrible that like such a great 
series ended on a bad note. Because I, I would, I don't ever buy it. If you're a Gauntlet fan, don't ever buy it. Don't buy Seven Sorrows. No, I never played it. Gauntlet Legends for sixty four was remade for newer gen stuff as Dark Legacy on PS two and Xbox, and they kept it almost as is, and they added two more, um, two more worlds to it. So that's the one out of all. Like I, I want that actually. It's hard to find though, you know. It wasn't the most. It's actually kind of rare. Game. And this is, it was a really good. Actually, I'm glad you said that last time. That's a good comparison because Dynasty Warriors is the same way. It's like this cult classic game. There's not a lot of it. It's not mass produced. Like I'm, I'm trying to go buy Dynasty Warriors six, which is like six years old, and the only ones I can find are like twenty dollars or more because they're still like. There's there's not many of them, and everyone wants to keep it. So it's like it's actually hard to find. So it's actually yeah, it's a pretty good find. But yeah, Dark Legacy, if we can find that, and it runs on the 360, we should get that shit. It doesn't. I think that's the issue. I've actually looked up Dark Legacy on um, Amazon. I found like two of them, and they were each like forty five dollars. I'm yeah. like, that's not fucking worth it. It's a great game. It's kind of worth it. No, I'm not. If I had forty five dollars, <laughs> I would just save an extra five and get fucking Battlefield Premium. Yeah, it's kind of true. But Dark Legacy, man, the nostalgia alone. First of all, you have ninety percent of Dark Legacy in your goddamn gauntlet on N sixty four. Yeah, I know that's true. But but Dark Legacy, Dark Legacy, though, man, come on. I want a sci-fi game with lightsabers that between the Baron and me composes the game the entire game (laughs) or the music (laughs) all of it compose everything you know what would be cool is a dungeon crawler Star Wars themed what do you mean be interesting dungeon Dungeon crawler crawler, like Diablo gauntlet style okay that's what and ultimate alliance X-Men Legends. Kind of X-Men Legends. That's what a dungeon car is, yeah. But Star Wars style. Be interesting. Eh, I might not work because kind of a Jedi dead, and stuff. It's kind but. of a dead series, too. Yeah. It's so much fun, though. Like, as soon as I... All the, I'd rather every have time a, I watch a superhero movie, I want to play Ultimate Alliance. I'd rather have a first-person dungeon crawler that I can, can customize like Skyrim. So you <laughs> sort of have an RPG, then? All right. That's fine. No, dude. I, I totally agree with you. I would... It's just hard to describe. I would like Old Republic, but not an MMO. The biggest open world that you can possibly conceive in Star Wars. Why and did they, you can be whatever you want. Why did they fuck up KOTOR 2 so bad? I don't know if they did, man. You need to play it a couple more times. There's, It's not about Revan. So what? <laughs> Anything that's whole- not about Revan, fuck it. Honestly... That's why well, I love pro- Kotor. They're progressing the storyline along. I'm so excited for uh, for Urker. Urker? If he actually gets into it, we could we could turn him into a Star Wars fan yet. I'm sure he I mean he likes Star Wars, but turn he's him not into a, a Star Wars fan yet. But he's not a fanboy. You know what I'm saying? We can save his soul. He will not perish in vain. <laughs> uh yeah, no, that'd be awesome. But I don't think Kotor 2 is an abomination like we think it is. So the issue, not the worst thing. Ever. The couple issues that I've heard 
you guys say, well, one, how the fuck long does it take for me to get out of a goddamn mining facility? That's super annoying. About it's, as annoying as it's, Terrace. It's worse than Terrace. It is worse than Terrace. Terrace, you're meeting different people. I'm literally running around, and there's like two dudes to talk to, and I'm fucking trying to find a <laughs> fucking door. Yeah. There's there's issues with that. With um, It's maybe just the, you know, the newbie playing the game. You don't know where to go. Um, with the first Mass Effect. I'm running around, especially on the main, where the console is. Citadel? The Citadel, that, that area. But there's there's quite a few areas where you Hell can go. yeah, there is. And I get lost so easily. And I literally am going up to signs and reading them and making sure I'm going the right way. And I'll still go the fucking wrong way. I, I fucking love Mass Effect. It's, it's, it's really confusing. And I'm... I'm really trying to adapt to it because I know it takes the f- whole first playthrough. I'll beat the game or yeah, I'll beat that game. And then I'll be like, well, now that I know what not to do, I'm going to go back through and do it right. right. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but it's the struggle of getting through that in a game that big. And with, you know, there's a lot to do in that game um, because it's not as okay, but it's not as free as like a Skyrim where no matter what way you do it, it's kind of the right way. Yeah, it's like a ben- it's like it's kind of a more open you have world options culture. in terms of how you react to events in the storyline. Mm-hmm. But you can't go and do whatever you want like Skyrim. It's it's limiting as in Kotor, but it's a little yeah. I wouldn't even say it's a little more freelance. I would almost say it's just as, exactly as restrictive. It is the only difference is. Every every stage you have this main this main objective that you have to do, and also a few side things that you can do, and you can do them in every order. It's it's kind of how Kotor is. Yeah, and here's the thing: you too, may not though, have you, many side quests, I'm, but treat it like Kotor, though. Because remember how much we kind of hated Kotor the first time we played it. It's like, what the fuck is happening? I hate it all. I got. Oh wait, this is some awesome. more <laughs> more Metallica, and I love it. A little more load and uh, campfire smell. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, as much as, like I said, I, I got pissed at Mass Effect the first time. I was the biggest fanboy before Mass Effect came out. I was so excited for it. And I, I played it for the first time, and I was like upset. I was, I don't know, I didn't know how to take it. And I was not sure about the combat style. But after a while, The combat style is one fucking... of the biggest things I'm having issues with. Like, I die so easily. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing too, it's it's been revised. This is why I was saying you, th- you so thought easily. you were playing Mass Effect Three, and I was like, play Mass Effect Three, and if you really love Mass Effect, then you should go back and play Mass Effect One, Two, and Three in order. That's the thing, same thing, really. It's hard to like if you saw someone that, hey, I kind of like Star Wars and I kind of like video games. Like, would you really tell them to go play back and play Kotor? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough. First of all, we don't have a up-to-date Star Wars game for to be like, That's oh, true. That's just, true. Just start here. Lego that Star Wars from 09. <laughs> Lego Batman Wars from... Uh, <laughs> you know, that's going to be the only reason not to. Yeah. Lego Batman with a lightsaber in 09. Like, no. You have to go back and play KOTOR. Yeah. It's the greatest storyline in a game ever, I think. Until I play Mass Effect and still agree with myself. I... It's the biggest plot release that is just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. You know it what's is crazy? Really good. You know what's crazy is 
I pick up on hints pretty easily. That entire game, I had no fucking clue. Kotor? Oh, yeah. Until... Mass Effect, you probably won't have a clue either. Okay. So there's a there's like a drop. That let me, no, like... let me do. Let me know if you do have a clue as you're going through. I want you to play it. Fuck this whole not turning on your Xbox thing. Go home. Play Mass Effect. I'll be right back, guys. See ya. <laughs> I want to... Because, like, literally, it is... To be in Travis, the epicness of it is, like, the same time we experienced KOTOR for the first time. Like, once it really settled in and we really figured out what KOTOR was and the storyline, like, oh, fuck, that's awesome. All right. You need that moment in your I'm life. Trying. And you need that moment in your life. It may, it might take a while. If, you, if you're only on while. the mining planet and you're trying to find Liara, you're still like one eighth of the way into the game. But trust me, it'll pay off. I die so easily still. So easily. It's I'll tough. even, I'll even like play defensive battle. Like I'll try to get behind shit and let them maybe slowly come to me. But it's still, as soon as I poke my head out, get shot two times and I'm dead. And that's why the issues like the armor upgrade. It's not. It's not. Um, the armor upgrades are kind of confusing, and I don't know what is confusing. And, and the what's, weapon upgrade. What's better than what? Yeah, I'll pick up. Gotta use your powers. I don't have powers. Gotta use your powers. I don't have powers. Yeah, you do. You should I, have a bunch. Well, unless you picked soldier as your class. I picked engineer. You have a bunch of powers then. All my shit's a le- like like okay, if a like a robot attacks me, disable robot or whatever the fuck. The rest of it's just like sharpshooter. Yeah, but that attack, if it's not a geth, it will disable their weapon. You gotta use your powers as much as possible. Instead of just shooting. But if you, all if you my just stuff, like waiting my to stuff pop is, out and shoot, like that's not all the, my stuff is uh gun related. Other than I think I have sabotage. Sabotage is good. What does sabotage do? If it's a geth, you'll sabotage the geth itself because it's a robot. If it's not, you'll destroy their weapon. You'll like sabotage their weapon and they can't shoot you. Oh. But you got it. Yeah. Like I know I was watching you play Mass Effect 3. I know a while ago. And it was like you can't just shoot like pop out and shoot and let your squad mates do stuff. You got to use your powers like as much as possible or else it's like really fucking hard. Yeah, I think I probably should not have chosen engineer because it's mm. kind of a pretty specific. Yeah, no, class. especially for your first thing, like soldier. If you aren't into the RPG thing, soldier works because it's very weapon based, yeah. and your weapons are stronger, so you can pop out and fuck shit up. But if you're not a soldier, you can't like rely on the weapons. You got to use your powers and stuff all the time. I'd like you to see my powers and be and like ask you what should I use here because honestly, well, yeah. there's like four of them and they're all they all have bullet in, insignias on it. It's just like so, but I'm an engineer. What the fuck is? And I'm just gonna shoot them a whole bunch now. I can pull mine up. We can figure it out. Fuck that. But we have to because you have to play through. You got to get the storyline, man. It's like should uh, I should I play this game with my pants on or off? Level half on. Shorts. If really, if you have a pair of pants that you've cut in half and you can have one leg on and the other leg is just totally bare, that's really the best option. Will shorts at my ankles suffice? No, but you got to think, last thing before we move away from KOTOR, you got to think it's Bioware. The same people that made KOTOR. And the same writer that wrote KOTOR. 
it's gonna be fucking amazing. You just gotta get, you just gotta get to it. You just gotta get through it. Men get the storyline down. It's fucking awesome. Drew Carpishan, man, he's fucking genius until he wrote Rev in the book. No. <laughs> Drew, what happened? What'd you do, bro? What the fuck, bro? You bun- do a bunch of shrooms. What did Canada do to you, man? Yeah. Canada. 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 He's from Canada. From now right? on, I'm going to say Canada. Canada. Where are you from? Canada. Admiral Canada. <laughs> Montreal, Canada. <laughs> Samurai, Katana. Mm. What have you been listening to recently? Oh, boy. So, yeah, we I mentioned this last time. Um, we grew up on hard rock and classic rock. And my big, 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 big influences when I first started playing music was heavy metal and metal and death metal and brutal metal and black metal. Destruction metal. <laughs> Ish. Um, I don't yeah, know so if you've ever heard black metal. Nah, I was just making shit up. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. That's the thing. I, know I just went talking. Um, but no, I got, I've been getting back. Not that I ever really left, but I've been getting back into uh, Between the Barrett and Me one of my favorite bands of all time and going through their, uh, one of their recent albums, Parallax most, two, most recent. That is their most recent. Album, yeah. Parallax two. Uh, yeah. And I have, I think it's tough for people that don't know a progressive band that has like, eh, like 12 minute songs to memorize what the song is. I think that's tough. Especially, eh, but I have the first three albums like pretty much down pat. So especially how progressive they are. Yeah. So they are like the extreme progressive. So I've been going back and listening to that stuff. What we, we saw them live recently, so I've heard it all. And I mean, you—I know you've played it for me a hundred million times. I've heard it, but I haven't. The way I like internalize it is just like start from listening to it on repeat and like fucking getting it, and I know the whole thing. Put it in your vehicle and for a week straight, just listen to it on loop. So I got back uh, this morning from uh, replacing my battery in my truck. I was like, shit, I gotta clean everything. Well, I'm gonna blast this album on repeat until I'm fucking done. And I, yeah, man. Well, that's shit. That's a lost art in itself. Is to I got I like these guys. Start from the fucking first song and listen all the way fucking through the last. Same thing we say about the games, though, man. No, but music altogether. People are always like, I like this song from fucking the Spice Girls. So I'm I'm going to listen to that one, and that's it. Because who knows the rest of them? They're not popular, so I don't have to listen to them. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, though. Like, if you like, because think about, we talk about, I mentioned this with Lamb of God all the time, too. Like, if you really love Lamb of God, you're probably gonna like all of it, but if you hear their more their newer stuff and you like you jive with that, Ashes of the Wake or sorry, As of Houses Burn might be a little too raw for your taste, or especially New American Gospel might be like a little too raw. So it just it just depends on the person. I, see, I feel like you're one or the other. You are too. one or the other. Either you love music and and know it beginning to the end, or you are a cherry picker. Like I, th- I feel like the cherry pickers are so specific in what they like, and I'm I'm pretty specific. But is if I like if I really truly like a song from a band, I'm gonna go out and download everything they've ever made and at least give entire albums a try. I may not even like that's the entire you. album. That's you though. That I might not even like the entire album. 
I'll listen through it and be like, well, that album I probably won't listen to. But the one song that's on this album, I'm going to fucking listen to that over and over, see how it, how the album comes to that song, and then goes away from that song. And I'm sure I'm going to find out two or three other songs in that album that are like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Not metal everyone, not metal's like, like that. that. Metal was like that, though. No, I think everything except for like modern pop music is like that. Rap? But... I'm not listening to an entire fucking rap album. Really? Ever. No. Really? Never. Even when you like were defending the Eminem stuff? New Eminem stuff? Never. I've never sat there and listened to an entire Eminem album. Dude, I mean, it's honestly, it's rare that I listen to... Rare. It is rare. <laughs> that I listen to an entire album like post-1980, to be completely honest. BT Bams, you've got to be your exception. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but I mean, like, God. literally, and Lamb of God. Mm, but even then, though, by the, by the nine or ten track on Ashes of the Wake, I'm usually like, I usually change the, it. The last two are the best. Not the best. No remorse for the dead. And Ashes are, of the Wake. And that, No, it's Ashes of the Wake, no remorse for the dead. So the three of those songs. There's three of the last. Obviously, they're not bad songs. Perfect. But how much time do I actually... Here's the thing, too, though. You got to think. Listening, writing and recording and whatever with music, it makes me not always want to listen to music in my free time. I've been listening to like podcasts and stuff more than I've been listening to music. You know what I mean? Like, after I spend six hours, like, working on songs and stuff, I don't want to go listen to more songs by other people. You goddamn better. I might have to. But, <laughs> so, you got to think, like, me, I might listen to a couple songs that I already know that I like. Or, like, for, like, working out, especially, yoga is an exception because it's more, like, relaxing. But if I'm actually working out, it's always Lamb of God or Every Time I Die. Every fucking time. It's Ash of the Wake by Lamb of God, the album. I'm gonna have to try that tomorrow. And usually, but usually by the time I'm done, I get to Ash of the Wake, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm turning this off. About a about a half hour, twenty five minutes, whatever. And then for the dad. Every time I die, man. Every time I die, pumps me up more than any band. I'm after it's that southern rock feel. It's like that. It's it's laid back with that southern like blues style. But it's still metal, so he's screaming and it's still in your face. Like the combination of those two I things. The, I is think like, the thing is, it's it's uh, it's more raw than most. Yeah, it and is. it's got a twang in the guitar. Yep, that's. But he's still screaming. It's still like metal, and, and he's not crazy. even. He's not even. Well, he is screaming, but it's not a intense scream. He's not it's a like growler. a whale. He's it's, not a growler. He's a whale. Right. Yeah, he's so like you can wailing. still kind of understand. That's kind of oh, where I love it. that's kind of where Randy Blythe is. But he's a growler, but he's very you can understand what he's saying. But then there's other bands that are he's just like like I don't know what the fuck Pigman's saying over here, but <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't work for me. But yeah, man, like workouts are always Asher the Wake, and uh, every time I die, Asher of the Wake. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that tomorrow when I get back to the gym. I can't believe you haven't yet. I'm sure I have at some point, but I always uh, fall back to um, Godsmack. It's just from the yeah. very from the very beginning because yeah. I ran track in high school, and the second Godsmack album had come out, and that's all. No, it was a third one, Faceless, and the the song uh, "I Stand Alone." Yep. And that's all. I mean, for like 
three months straight. That's all I heard because that's all the guys wanted to work out to. And now, all of a sudden, the goddamn eyes. Hell yeah, up. man. Yeah. Dude, it's so heavy. It's it's not even that heavy. It's just. It has the attitude. Right. That's what I'm looking for. But it's, it's not just, like intense. It, I don't have to listen to it like a between the bear to me. If I'm if you I don't work have to focus on it. If I if I work out to between the bear to me, it distracts I you because yeah. you're like yeah yeah no I, I know what you mean because there's like 20 beats per second, and then I look down and it's like oh it's been two seconds Jesus Christ I just got through a fucking 12 measures and I'm like <laughs> like it take my run takes forever my bike takes forever if I listen to I. Stand alone. Well, there goes a goddamn half a minute because it took him forever to fucking say that. I know exactly what you mean. I agree with me. But uh, yeah, so I guess I mean yeah, it depends. But so no, yeah, been, so no recent bands. You don't you don't venture. You don't venture anymore. I don't venture very much at all. You need to stop all that. Stop not venturing. The issue, the one of the greatest things I've ever come across is well, obviously Spotify, but. Spotify gives you so I I've been going to the artist page and then it'll give you like five artists that are similar. Yeah. I'll go to an artist that I just just for the first time heard of. And if I, I like a couple songs by him, see what the fuck all this shit is. I'll download that I'll upload <laughs> I mean honestly, all five that are sitting next so uh Shores of Elysium, which I think is actually a uh Columbus band. Check them out. Shores of Elysium, they're kind of sounds familiar. They're kind of uh, Black Dahlia murderish, but not quite as intense. Um, but they're very good. I went to their stuff, and every they had five whatevers. Went to all their stuff and downloaded everything, everything they could. I mean, I have fucking Spotify. I pay for that shit. I'm gonna download everything. Yeah, it's free. So, and then when I'm sitting there, you know. Doing Sorry. whatever, yeah. laundry or stuff, whatever. Picking up my room. Oh, your I'll, room? Yeah, picking up my room. Oh, sounds like you said broom. I pick up broom. Picking up my broom. I'm not sweeping anything with that. I'm just picking it up, put it back down. I clean my TV with my broom, and then <laughs> you know. But it, it, it's yeah, I'm learning new shit. I got some like gent is you know gent. No. Um. So no, I know what you mean. And one of the cool things about Spotify too is they have those playlists. If you ever search, I don't like the playlists so much. Because it's, they probably don't have one for metal. A good one, they do. Uh, not but a good one. I, I'll, I'll say um, that. My main, in terms of making music and listening, has been obviously I've been listening to Between the Barrier to Me. No live. No, but um, I've really been into like the electronic stuff, like the really. Metal? No, no, no. There's a lot of electronic metal now, which is kind of cool. Just chill electronic stuff. Like literally just like sit back and just... It's like the most relaxing... No, not that. Not that. No, it has nothing to do with that at all. Actually, you should probably stop doing that. Um, Just super relaxing, chill, laid back electronic music. So that's... If there's anything that I've been like actually picking random artists and listening to it's that but you know it's bear to me it always goes back you know fucking cleaning when i'm getting ready to clean the house 
I put heavy shit on. I'm like, fuck it. I want to clean everything. <laughs> I know that's exactly Listen between it. the bear to me. Fuck it all. I'm listening and going through all the time signatures in my head and fucking cleaning the shit. It was funny. Is I, I, I constantly go to like Black Sabbath when I clean and I'm just sending all the goddamn germs to hell. <gasps> Satan hates you, germs. <laughs> <laughs> so does Ozzy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, if I'm if I'm ever exploring, it's gonna be more of that chill, laid back electronic nonsense. Yeah, well, that's basically it. Basically, all there is. Um, so thirteen thirteen, Star Wars thirteen thirteen that we watched and talked about a little bit last time. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? With Star Wars video games, now that Disney is kind of in control, but not all eh, really in control, but they're kind of in control. I have a scared notion that they're not going to go balls out, and it's going to be a fucking... It's not... Okay. They're going to play play it safe as far as games. I can see Star Wars Legos realistic. There's already so many Star Wars Legos games. Right, but you know that notion of... Evil is not that evil. We're Disney. There's children watching. Yeah, kind of, but there's... Like, even... Okay. Can you see Disney doing a Skyrim? Conjuring, raising the dead. No. (laughs) I want that in the fucking Star Wars, though. I agree with that. So that's that's my notion, like... Disney, don't hold back, please. My, uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. My hope is, though, because they've already mentioned. Stop pointing at me with a fucking pencil. Pencil. <laughs> they've already <laughs> mentioned doing spinoff movies. And the first one that there's a rumor of is a Han Solo spinoff with Aaron Paul as Han Solo, young Han Solo, which I would be fucking on board with. You know, it's crazy. I mentioned that to my parents. That'd my be parents fucking make, sweet. My parents make fun of me for being a Star Wars fan. So for so much being a Star Wars fan, even your dad. My dad's a. Are you kidding me? My Who dad. The Star Wars poster of all posters. He whips me every time I mention Luke. <laughs> Star Wars fucking cars, man. Come on, <laughs> come on, beer. Um, but they're like, well, well they're big uh, Breaking Bad fans. Yeah, and when I was like, Aaron Paul's supposed to be like a young Han Solo in this new series, and they're like, "That's perfect." <laughs> I'm like, "Thank you, that's fucking awesome." Thank you, yeah, mom. At the and same dad. time, their opinion doesn't count because they hate it on you for. I know. Star thank Wars. you for my Kyrie Irving jersey, and thank <laughs> you for agreeing with me on that. That's my Christmas present. Um, so <laughs> they've been very lax about releasing anything, hinting that they're going to do a bunch of spin-off. Like they're gonna like episode seven, eight, nine. Also, a bunch of spinoffs. So if they're very, if they're open to doing that, I would think that they're gonna. I mean, fucking throw it out there, do a Boba bunch Fett. of games. Boba Fett series, Revan series. <laughs> Your face. The 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 idea of a Revan series blows. I my mind. don't like. Initially, I don't like the any the idea of doing anything that has to involve any characters from the movies. I initially okay. don't like that because I want new territory. The fact that Aaron Paul is rumored to be a young Han Solo, that's that's a cool idea. Because Aaron Paul is fucking awesome. Right, but that's also untouched territory. That's true. But, but still, you know, though, you know like if they're going to do spinoff, I want 
like we talked about earlier, I want fucking old Republic shit. I want a Bane movie. But then again, you know, the, it's the idea of Sidious versus Yoda. You know they both live. That's true. So, Aaron Paul as Han, you know nothing's going to happen to him. You know he's going to meet some fucking hairy fucking walker, <sighs> bitch. And they're, they bo- that, and they're both going to live. I want to hear, I want a Mara Jade and Luke storyline. Yeah. Scott Johansson as Mara Jade. Yeah, or some... All big, day. Big uh, force power, bitch. <laughs> big skilled <laughs> Big skilled woman. woman. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be her. I'm just joking. She doesn't have to be her. Of, she could be a really strong Black lady. Widow. I don't really, I don't give a shit if it's her or not. But no, I want to see if, if we're going to do those, those side movies, if they're going to include those characters, that's fine. But let's, let's, let's really do it. I want to know a whole like trilogy of, Mara Jade and Luke, where where she came from, how they met, all that rest of it. It could be side. You know how big a fucking galaxy is. It could be such a side plot that no one's ever thought of. True. It could be a okay. This guy starts as a stormtrooper. Actually, Alliance kind of starts like this. Allegiance, Allegiance, Allegiance. Yeah. Have you ever read that? I have it, but no. Don't read it. It's not that good of a story, but um, it's basically the idea of. You know, at this point, stormtroopers are hired on. Uh, they're they're told to do some crazy ass shit to innocent people, and uh, a couple of people are like, "No, I'm not. I'm worth shooting innocent people." Because they're like told to snipe these crazy people, and then they see him like huddling in children, and they're like, "No, I'm not shooting this fucking dad over here. I'm a fucking dad. Fuck that." And they go rebel. They rebel against the Empire, and then, but that could like lead to something. Like it sounds like actually like a good storyline. Do you do you not know how Han? Do you not know anything about Han? No, but you just said don't read Allegiance. But that actually sounds like a interesting. It is story. But that's line. the kind of where the interesting storyline ends. <laughs> and honestly, it's it's like a back and forth no, I craziness. And I then- am all for all of that extra stuff. It just sounds like when they're talking about movies. With Star Wars, it sounds like they're only going to talk about those characters and that cast. It's always going to be Luke, Leia, and Han. Which, it's just frustrating, man. Like, if they're going to do side stories, that in and of itself is a good idea. And I'm glad they're branching out into new territory. But why does that have to be Han? Not that I'm mad that it is Han. Because Han's cool and I want to hear his backstory. But why are we stuck in this zone of like 40, 50 years 60 right, years right. of Star Wars. Why can't we go the other way? Yeah. No, think about this, though. Go ancient times, ancient Sith. Fuck yeah. Someone's born into a Sith family that just realizes what the fuck's going on around him or her. And it's like, this is fucking nuts. Like, why are we killing all these people for what? blah, blah, blah? And they actually, like, see the rage that's happening around them. And they go the other way. Yeah. That'd be cool. You know what I really like? I had an idea of something that happens during the Mandalorian Wars and the times of Revan, but isn't about Revan. It's someone that gets like caught up in the turmoil of the Mandalorian Wars and mm-hmm. sees Revan or something. And that's one of the reasons I liked Republic Commando so much is that it wasn't about any main characters that we know. It's about like this random Jedi and this random clone squad that get caught up in the entire Clone Wars and you see like their struggle along with the entire 
Clone Wars itself and the Jedi Council itself, which is pretty cool. It's like a whole new take on something that we already know from a different character's perspective. It's like a whole new take. If I had $75,000 to invest in something. From a certain point of view. I would want to invest it into a game where I started as the uh, Death Sticks dealer in episode two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like Grand Theft Auto but you start as a Death Sticks dealer and you're on course. go home and rethink your life and you go home and rethink it and then just start a business <laughs> just uh what the fuck it's like a hydroponic garden on a Coruscant I, re- I refurbish lightsabers and sell them back to the Jedi Council it's actually very legit <laughs> Jesus oh my god I reprogram restraining bolts for droids that's about it <laughs> Astrodroids, I uh, repair them and refurbish them, sell them back to Naboo. That's absurd in every way. <laughs> um, it's a legitimate business, man. If I had, that's actually a good question. If you had unlimited money to invest in a specific new company, or yeah, you could even go specific in a new video game project, what would it be? Company now, like in real life? Yeah. If you, if you had a. Eh, half a million dollars or half a half a billion dollars what fucking what destiny cost you can invest it in a movie or a game or whatever the fuck it was what would it be beer <laughs> beer I, technology I would in- so it would know how cold I wanted it as I drank it and adjust electromagnetic <laughs> lip lip electronics um condams I would have to Think about this. It would be cool. Here, no, here's as well. Leave Star Wars for a Jesus, second. Speak English. Here, as, uh, he, here uh, as here as we are is always <laughs> talking as a Lord of the Rings fan who has not read all of the books, and it's kind of tough to read those books. By the way, if you are trying right now at this point in the world. Especially after you've seen the movies. Exactly. Some, and I'm kind of spitballing because I don't know exactly what this would be, but some type of interactive media that would glue together this entire universe that we know and love. So like Lord of the Rings itself, as I know it, The Hobbit, the storylines, all the extra history content, the storylines from the games. If there was some like universal way to experience all of that content by itself. I've, I have something. I'm kind of like, that's not an actual system that's in place. I'm kind of like, could you imagine every sci-fi game plot ever? Yeah. On a massive scale. Yeah. So everything is connected at some point, somehow. So middle earth is happening on a outer rim territory that no one's ever found. Yet, you know, it just started the like of ev- the evolution of life started later because it, it just now got close enough to the sun where life could start sprouting. And it's very early. Dude, that's... Now, the coruscants of, of the of the life are so close. They've been around for so long. It's a core planet. So they're right. getting a lot more energy. It's a good idea that, you know, Star Trek could be happening at, in 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 the next un- universe or in the next galaxy. No, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. It's the universe. You get, it gets even crazier galaxy, when you know galaxy, that there galaxy. could be multiple universes happening at the same time. Well, could they... I mean, what the fuck 
if a goddamn Sith Lord just dropped in on Middle Earth. That'd be awesome. But just the idea, like, if you incorporated all this stuff, that that could happen. And now, instead of being a Sith Lord, you'd be a Dwarf Lord. And then you have to fight Iron Man. Yeah. In a real, not realistic, but in a something more closely related to our actual lives. Think about that, though. There could be multiple universes. Oh, that all the stuff is actually happening. Of what we think is happening is happening in different ways. It's actually like the statistical analysis of it. Something's got to be happening somewhere. Yeah. Actually, pretty much everything's got to be happening everywhere. Dude, if you are, have you seen Cosmos? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This to tick this you this, have like literally the, the dick dick stick of tickles. <laughs> there is a possibility that everything that has ever happened or could happen is currently happening at and infinite it, places around the universe forever. Iron Man is somewhere, actually probably multiple places, doing what the fuck Iron Man does. Yeah, because you have no idea. Because it's not impossible. So most likely statistically, it is possible and right, happening. Right. That's uh that's how they that's how the well Marvel for one gets around explaining all of the multiple storylines for all of their characters. It's like different universes. Like this is Earth, sure, but this Earth over here, which has almost <laughs> the same storyline and history and stuff, has all these characters. But statistically that, that's probably is another it's Earth. Fucking yeah. confusing. Yeah, but you're true. You're you true. are true. You're true. You need to watch Interstellar when it comes out. There's just a whole bunch of Earths out there where guys don't have eyebrows. Interesting. <laughs> there could be a million Earths of our same universe that are identical, except for the fact that there's no facial hair. Yeah. Oh, well, this this Earth is exactly the same to ours, but no one invented doors. Everyone with freckles has force powers. <laughs> this is exactly the same, <laughs> but... No one invented color, so everything's in black and white. Yep. Or you can't see color, so everything's in black. Eh, whatever it is. The idea of uh, Chicago. <laughs> what about it? What it, happened with Chicago? It just happened underwater instead. Underwater. <laughs> Chicago, Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> we, Basically, that's all you need. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be the Windy City. It'd be the Tide <laughs> City. The moral of this story... Wave City! You need to see Interstellar. As soon as I get it on Blu-ray, because I will get it immediately, because it's fucking amazing. You need to watch that and play Mass Effect. What? At the same time? Literally. Paul, pay and... attention over here. Oh, shit. <laughs> by, by the time you finish Mass Effect, you probably have to loop Interstellar like 20 times. But... Mm. Um, yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Good deal. But to watch some Cosmos, actually. I have a fucked up question <coughs> to end on. We're, we're, we're wrapping up here somewhat soon. Yeah. Real quick verses. Real quick verses that I don't you think we have. your verses. But this is a good one, I think. Obi-Wan versus Malik. It's a pretty good idea. Um, What era? What of, scenario and area? Yeah. Cause like if, if I would almost always say Malik. Really, I would almost always say Obi Wan, because Obi Wan's never lost. <laughs> That's kind of true. But like if it's Malik, 
if it's KOTOR flashbacks when Malik is still like kind of asking Revan a million questions and kind of a bitch, he'd probably lose. Hey, but if it's him and him, should like, we be doing this? Yeah, exactly. But if it's him in his prime with his solid metal jaw and his single rope to the left, super pissed <laughs> off, he'd probably fuck people up, man. To be honest, I'm a fanboy for Malik, though. Well, the issue is you don't see the force power you force powers utilized as much in the movies. That's true. And I feel like Malik would just electrocute, choke, and just destroy everything in front of him. Right. Obi-Wan, what are you going to do? You got... Dash around. Hey, let, let's try to fight Dooku. Oh, I just got thrown over here. He and does... It, he never, like, loses, but he does kind of get fucked up all the time. He gets his ass whooped easily. Both fights against Dooku, he just, like, gets attacked, and then he, like, sits on the ground and watches Anakin do things. Is that a plan? Is, like, Dooku, like... I know I can kill both of you very easily, but That's I'll just I'll just dis- But I could I will just disable. You just Obi-Wan. blew my mind, man. I'll that just, could be a fucking plot by the Emperor. I would it's, just disable Obi Wan until whoa. Anakin gets mad. Dude, that's a crazy fucking little thing. I never thought of that before. What if the Emperor is like, "All right, you're gonna be able to fight these fuckers. What you need to do is disable Obi Wan." And fight Anakin only, and let his like hate piss him come off through, and piss him off, and get him to fucking rage. And even if uh, the Emperor told him we're gonna piss him off to the point where he can join us, but it got to the point where he just killed Duco, Duku, and like it got so intense, kind of took his place. Like Duku was not supposed to lose in Duku's mind, right? But the Emperor Probably knew, was like, oh, there we go, motherfucker. The Emperor I got knew. You. The Emperor knew that at some point Anakin's just gonna fucking go off. Damn, that's a that's a good little idea I never thought of before. Oh, yeah, it's you two again. Disabled. Let's see what the fuck you got, kid, bitch. That just makes my love for Dooku even <laughs> even stronger. Until Anakin fucks him up. But, you know, it's it's Darth Vader, so I'm not going to... Whatever, it's fine. But literally, like, he has two of the, some of the strongest Jedi ever. And he's just like, you, all right, you go lay on the ground. I'm going to fight your <laughs> apprentice right now because I'm Dooku and I can fucking fuck everything up, man. All right, Obi-Wan, take a fucking nap under these stairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take a nap. I'm going to crush this whole uh, staircase under on top of your leg. But not actually hurt you. Right, but not actually hurt you, you know. You got to survive Why would you not? If, if, if that was a plot, why not just kill Obi-Wan? And that, dude, that rage that would just build an Anakin... It'd be like it'd be the same Obi Wan to Qui Gon. No, maybe that's <laughs> that could be why too. So if I kill your master in front of you, you're gonna tap into your rage and annihilate me. Annihilate so let me just knock him unconscious and then take you out until you chop my head off. <laughs> Spoiler alert! E- easily. <laughs> um, that second. That's a good. That's a. That's a good little. The episode three battle between though, Anakin Damn. and Dooku. I love that shit. It's an easy win. It is a very easy. Obi Wan is a tossed off bitch, but Anakin just walks the fuck up on Dooku and just takes that it. hair. It's that scar. <laughs> that hair, the scar, and the fake left hand. Dude, there was something. He just got to that point where I, it, I think there was a point during the Clone Wars uh, cartoon that he realized that he was the best, that he could do anything. That's okay. It, it got to the point where he knew that Mace and Yoda and all the council kind of feared him and yeah. his power. Yeah. 
I don't. But prior to, I think you know he was questioning himself. Everyone else was too, and then he started doing some shit, and everyone's like, "Dear God, Anakin!" Uh oh. And that's when he really just realized, you know, I can do whatever I want, and that's. Oh, Obi Wan, you're over there, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna fucking kill Dooku right now." Then, yeah, Take, well. let's go. Might as well. I kind of wish it gives more credit to Obi Wan, but I kind of wish Anakin took out Grievous. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's kind of no reason, plot wise, for Obi Wan to take him out. He already had enough credibility. He already had been around for a thousand years and done every fucking thing. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of wish a thousand years. I kind of wish that was part of the because the Emperor kind of wanted Anakin to do that, and he said you should have gone on that. Well, what if he did and tapped into more dark side, more rage and destruction? Yeah. I, yeah. He's got four lightsabers. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Oh, I'll just fucking... Oh, wait. Yeah, annihilate <gasps> fucking foresight and everything. <laughs> yeah, I just tap into it. I think it's my fucking mom and no, the fucking Tuskins. It's cool, man. I, Obi-Wan's pretty badass guy. I Well, that's what I'm saying. I give Obi-Wan the, the edge on Malak. I love Malak, eh, but I think he's a little too stupid. Yeah, that's that's the only drawback. Is He's like... He's strong... And he taps into his rage, but he is kind of like the the pawn of the dark side. He's what's, like, what's the what's the word? He's the uh, he's like the sidekick to Revan. He doesn't really know what the fuck's going on. He's just like, okay, you tell me, do things. I uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like a Bane where he's raw power, but he knows how to use his raw power. Yeah, that's why he's Bane's Malik, where it's just raw power. What should we do? Yeah, fuck Terrace up. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but like that's I said, not a strategic move at all. Yeah, that we is can't true. catch him. Blow it all up. Fuck it. That is true. Fuck my decision, man. Obi Wan wins. Thank you. Fuck that. That that solidified it. That's the dumbest decision ever. I'm trying to find one person on this entire giant planet. I can't find them. Well, destroy everything. That makes sense. Oh, they still I'm a got fucking away. Fucking idiot. They still got away, and I killed ten thousand of my own troops. <sighs> Jesus Christ. But Lord Malik was most displeased when he had found you escaped Terrace alive. Thank you for watching, listening, and vocalizing to the Rogue Squadron podcast. If you are still with us at this point, thank you. Um, We have made it for... It's 19 episodes. 19 episodes. So So if you are listening or watching live or whatever the rest of it is, tune in next week because it will be one-year anniversary belligerent and Central. episode 20 it will be a little a little crazy next week so we're very excited for that it's a it's a big jump so one year ago we were two assholes in a basement now we're two assholes in a studio so yep. with some microphones basically a basement with microphones so so yeah. it's like the only difference um but yeah we really want to thank everyone for tuning in um if you're listening make sure you show us some love on twitter and instagram at rogue squad pod that is all of our social media. You can find us there. Um, Website. Check out our stuff. Website, roguesquadronpodcast.com. Um, shoot us an email. Whatever you want to do. Tell us what you think. Yeah. What we'll is shout it, out to you. Is the full Rogue Squadron Podcast the website, at Gmail? Yeah. The website and the email is full Rogue Squadron Podcast. Everything else is Rogue Squad Pod for shortened convenience. For your pleasure. For your pleasures. But yeah. Thanks for everyone that's been watching on Twitch. We love chatting with you guys. We love uh, to hear what you have to say and bringing up your stuff. Thanks to our sponsors, New Wave Traders, 
All Your Retro, Amazing Everything, Robot Butt, The Funniest Shit Ever, Staccato Creative, <laughs> Logos Always, and Podcast Masters, Awesome Sounding Goodness. Record Greatness. Record Greatness. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. Next uh, episode. Man, Girls, Always, Everything. 19. Episode 19. We're going to take you out right now. Any other last comments, motherfucker? I would like to say something. All right. Say it. Speak, th- speak those words. Evan. Evan. <laughs> so uh, you can keep my pen so you don't have to ask uh, for, <laughs> yeah, uh, for one again. <laughs> Guys, thank you for... I mean, we, we've gone a long way since uh, episode 1, 2, 9, and 18. <laughs> um, honestly, it's it's weird that we're, we're actually gaining traction and, you know... Again, we're out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, we're just, honestly, two nerds that just yell at each other all the time. Most likely disagree, but uh, laugh at, <laughs> just at, our, just at our own voices. Shouting shit. So uh, give us a shout out, you know. We really um, appreciate it. If you're doing whatever you do, we'd like to know. Hell and, yeah. So good stuff. Yeah, we appreciate it. Especially if you're in Columbus, man. Head us up. What the fuck you just said? Definitely, Especially. Bro. Especially, bruh. Thanks, guys. We're going to leave you love out it. on... Love you. We're going to take you out some who right now, motherfucker. Who are we going to take him out on? Who? Thank you, guys. Who? Who?